I'm not silencing my phone. If my phone goes off, you guys will be blessed to hear whatever conversation I'm having, either with work, um... I'd like that. I think we should record your work. Possibly a pharmacy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you guys would all, and our listeners, would all be lucky to hear whatever mundane business I have to do from day to day. Do all of our listeners have to sign some kind of NDA at that point? Like... Yes. (laughs) We definitely... We'll be sending out a lot of German non-disclosure City Wargaming, I'm Ben, and with me, uh, he's not Captain America. I'm Captain Britain. Even better. Hello, it's Tom. He's Private Scotland. Private Scotland. That's a, yeah, yeah, no, actually, I'm, I'm a quarter Welsh. Uh, Private Wales? Private Wales. Private Wales. Yeah, there you go. Our whale privates. Yeah, he's he, whale privates. Even way, it's fine. <laughs> I mean, and also with us... Because that's massive. Uh, that's now that I've blown whale privates, I've got nothing yeah. to call him. Yeah. It's our good friend. Shane Ivans. Hey guys, how's it going? So we're going to talk today, uh, I have no idea what we're going to talk about today, I forgot. We, like, so, literally the main topic is just basically have a chat. Fucking around. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Again. Now, um, we're going to talk about the, uh, we went to a Girl Quest practice tournament, yep. um, and we're going to talk about basically like with the end times and ninth edition coming, we're kind of in a lull, so we've been playing some War Machine. We're not doing like an intro to War Machine podcast or anything, because uh, you guys have, are listening to podcasts. You're obviously world savvy, and if you want to look something like that up, uh, you can. But we're kind of just kind of shooting the shit about the state of Warhammer at the moment and what's going on. And I don't know. We'll get there. Yep. about five minutes long when we get to it. <laughs> yeah, we'll see how this goes. We got a lot of nudes and rumors, though. Well, that might. I crammed this section full of nudes and rumors, so we had something to talk about. <laughs> Good. Um, we have sponsors. Um, Obviously, Atomic Empire sponsors us. Um, get up to 20% off of all of your wargaming needs. Shane, tell us, and this is good, because every time we get a guest on, we like to get them to um, say five cool things that you can get at Atomic Empire. And that's, not miniature related. Yeah, not miniature related. So, five? Yeah. <laughs> well, but here's the thing. Well, here's the thing, though. Every time we have Collins on, yeah. he looks like we, like, this is just out of the blue. He's shocked and amazed this question came up. This <laughs> came up. Again... And he has no idea what to say. And he always says, like, the magnet mustache guy. <laughs> <laughs> the magnet mustache guy is pretty cool. Can I just say you guys one? sell a lot of magnet mustache We guys. do. Like, I don't know what it is, but eBay no. or Amazon or something. does not count. Nobody gives a shit about the magnet mustache guy. <laughs> so, one of the things about the podcast is that we're big in Germany. Do you think that it's us in Germany sort of pushing them to Atomic Empire. They just love mustaches in Germany. They do I love mean, mustaches. It's true, and you can just put the hair in whatever kind of crazy... Oh, no, just no less. I can just think, I can see the room. This is going down, Shay. No. Uh, we'll stop before it gets there. You're right. Um, they need a pencil-thin magnet. Yeah, that's <laughs> what it was going to yeah. A very, a very thin... <laughs> <laughs> Side-parting. Oh, anyway, no. Anyway. Um, um, yeah. What? 
Okay, so the mustache guy doesn't mustache count. Mustache guy doesn't count. Five cool things uh, you can get at Atomic Empire, Shane. That's all right, not. Alright. Um, let's see. I'll name a few board games. Uh, okay. Forbidden Desert. One yeah. of my favorite co-op board games. Uh-huh. Um, Tell me more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Alright, so... You and your friends Are have crash-landed yeah, in a desert okay. using your steampunk flying machine. Okay. The okay. pieces have scattered everywhere. You have to get the pieces back together and take off before the sandstorm kills you all. Okay. Is it like Hungry Hungry Opponents in terms of gameplay? Not in any way. Not interested. <laughs> <laughs> you have me up until now, but you've lost me. <laughs> That's well, uh, okay. If, if Hungry Hungry Hippos is your... your Ball of wax here. Apparently. Um, <laughs> Click Clack Lumberjack okay. oh, wow. is a game where you have this plastic tree that okay. has bark on it. Okay. And you have to tap the tree with a plastic axe. And if you tap it just a little, you can get some of the bark to fall off, which gives you points. Okay. But if you tap it too hard, the whole block in the middle falls off, and that's worth negative points. Um, I played this game when it was called Jenga. <laughs> it's uh, like Jenga, but with a little plastic axe. Okay. So I that mean, does sound better. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, you, have, you guys ever hear of a game called Buckaroo? Uh, no. No. God. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay, so back in England, there's a game called Buckaroo, and basically what it is is a donkey. Um, oh, I've <laughs> seen this. I went to yeah. Mexico and I saw this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a donkey show. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> That's, it. That's it. That's all I'm saying. End of podcast. End of podcast. Um, but no, Donkey's got all sorts of kit on it, okay. and you basically the idea is to put more kit on him, like cowboy hats and other stuff. And if you put too much stuff on him, he kicks and everything goes flying and you Whoa. lose. Yes. That's bananas. That is. I like that. Buckaroo. Yeah. I was yeah. just playing that right now. We should. Talking to you guys. We yeah. should get that off eBay or something. Yeah. Play that. Yeah, we should. Get on it now. <laughs> I'll see what I can do. All right. Number next. Next. <laughs> no, we're still doing this. All right. Um... Let's go with a Spider-Man action figure. There's okay. almost always at least one. Usually at least five. What's your favorite Spider-Man action figure? Uh, we'll go with the uh, Marvel Select. They tend to be bigger and more detailed. You like a big detail Spider-Man. Absolutely. What, kind of de- what are your favorite details? <laughs> <laughs> I can't really say. All right, this was a dud, so we're going to do the next one. Okay. Um, God. Beer. Yeah, yeah. You can there. Yeah, you can. Tom and I were doing it at the tournament. Tom goes <clears> wild. <throat> he goes bananas. He gets so angry. <laughs> I do. Um, like, uh, within a sip. Yeah, we just oh, yeah. got in, actually, the um, Southern Tier Pumpkin. Yeah, I know. Okay, so Tom and I talked about this. We're uh, never going to buy this because it's a $10 a bottle. But no, no, not that. <clears throat> we're getting on tap. Oh, oh okay. And then, and then you can just... Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, we're not going to buy the ten dollar bottle. No, you shouldn't. It sounds sounds like it's probably pretty good. I mean, like that ten dollar bottle is at least oh, like for sure. two bottles. For sure, so. the economy of yeah. uh, the economy is not bad. Thing. <laughs> like, I, I definitely saw someone buy it with two cups the other day. Yeah. So, like, you know, sharing mm-hmm. it between friends is pretty reasonable. And then you yeah. had you had to be like, hey, have your friend come up here with your ID. Yeah, it's the law. That's yep. usually how it works. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Did that person get fucked up or then a pumpkin ale? Did he? Did he just get wasted? I, he got two I cups and he just poured them from himself. I actually didn't stick around. Uh, I, I was out of there. I saw that happening. I was like, 
don't want to be here when no. this goes off. <laughs> let, me, let me ask you a question. Is a sheriff's badge a proper form of ID? <laughs> <laughs> True story. No. Does it no, have the birthday not. on it? Is, <laughs> does it have the birthday on it? Does it say to protect and serve and it's got, you know, born in... Can you be a sheriff at 20? I think so. Okay. Mm. Uh-huh. Yeah, let's call uh-huh. it and find out. <laughs> Listeners, write it. Call and I've got, I've got Eric's number. We can call him as early in the morning and <laughs> wake up as all his kids and ask him a stupid question. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. So thank you, Shane, for that. Skype him in. Yeah. Uh, we mentioned it, Tommy Kemp. Uh, no, I'm sorry. There's one more. Oh, <laughs> yeah, there's one shit. More. Uh, yeah, I've uh, kept crap. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> nobody gets out of the five. <laughs> All right. Guess uh, should be more prepared. Let's go with damn good beef jerky. Damn good. Oh yeah, you do. Well, now where do you you import your beef jerky from? Uh, upstate New York. Upstate New York. Proper um, beef jerky. Yeah, true. When I was growing up, that was just like the beef jerky that you would buy because it was delicious. Then you came and down here. Then I came down here, and it's all the terrible national brands. It is. Terrible. And. I found it in one store down here, and as it turns out, when you go to their website, there was literally one other place in the entire state of North Carolina that carries this stuff. And I was like, we should get a wholesale account with them. Mm-hmm. And we did, and it's delicious. Bam. The end. Jerky. So you have a wholesale account with the jerky people, or yes. with the store that sells the jerky? No, with the, with the jerky people. I don't understand how business works at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, we get, we get it shipped down from New York. That's great. Now, is it a big seller? I have so many questions, yeah. none of which are pertinent. <laughs> <laughs> is, it, is it a big seller? Uh, yeah, us? actually. Yeah. Um, What's the markup on your beef jerky? <laughs> uh, not as much as you would think. Okay. When I start my beef jerky stand outside, <laughs> how much can I undercut you guys and still have uh, a You technically can't open up a stand outside without our permission. Uh, well, I'll be talking to Globo Gem next door. <laughs> exactly. All right. Or whatever it's called. <laughs> we'll, we'll see how that goes for you. All right. Yeah. Abby, oh, I can get, dude, I can get permission from Lee Mings. <laughs> Do not give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> they do not. Sanitation grade C. Yeah, <laughs> they have a sanitation grade, which is technically not even. It's like a. It's like a three. <laughs> like not even a letter anymore. Like they don't care about people selling beef jerky on the street outside. Their <laughs> then, I'm, then I'm gonna submarine your beef jerky business. And then I'm gonna offer you a cut. Wait, oh, I'm so bad at business, guys. <laughs> Maybe could you get a turtle? In there and make some jerky out of that. You can get that from me. Turtle jerky. Turtle jerky. Oh yeah, uh, you, you can, can make some. You can buy all the different animals as leavings yeah. and make all kinds of different jerky. I, I don't really understand your end game here. <laughs> Just <laughs> exotic <laughs> jerky. Exotic jerkies. <laughs> ben tweets exotic jerkies. Yeah, yeah. You work it. I'll jerk it. Um, <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> Mad. Okay, so um, the rest of the podcast we is have about other jerky, sponsors. Right? We have other sponsors. We do have other sponsors. I'm bailing. Okay. <laughs> Uh, they are as follows Hollow Tree Miniatures Secret Weapon Miniatures uh, They are uh, Mechanical War Horse Parts and Terrain uh, They are Micro Art Studios MGM Painting And also The Army Painter And uh, you can find More details about those folks On the website Which I should probably Update sometime I've been noticing I think like The last update On the, our actual website Is Brawler Bash Yeah we probably Need to get all that <laughs> um, Here's what I was I thinking About that this morning I, you know you can get some of these um, uh, have you heard of a, man- a uh, website called mechanicalturk.com it's not a real thing it is a, it's a real thing yeah. <laughs> no it's, it's, it's basically um, you can outsource things 
I'm just going to outsource the manager of the website for people. In, in, so you pay them, you pay them sort of like uh, five bucks to complete tasks. Yeah, my task is going to be update the website. <laughs> the website. <laughs> I'll pay you five bucks for that. Uh, um, so yeah, uh, but yeah, we'll get we'll get it uh, updated. Will so. there be, are there actual Turks involved? Maybe I don't know. I hope so. Yeah. All right, uh, Girl Quest is coming up. Yep. It is November 8th and 9th. Ben's looking at me like, is it? <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's a weekend in November. Yeah. And that weekend, guys, is filling some time. Filling some time, weekend. yeah. Uh, I'm, really on top of, I'm really on top of this one. Uh, yeah. November 8th and 9th. It is November 8th. Yeah, it's coming okay. up. I think um, we're going to lock in the Swedish comp mm-hmm. on October 11th. Yep. Which is a month. Before the event, and uh, but, but up until that point, feel free to wildly speculate on what's going on with that. Well, it's 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 pretty crazy because um, there's a there's a compact that's currently out, and mm-hmm. then uh, there's a compact in beta right now. Yeah, fourteen. And the compact that's in beta may or will probably be released before October 11th. Is yeah. finalized. It's actually, it is pretty wildly different. It from is. The like, my army list goes from a 15.2 to a 15.9. Yeah. Which is perfect. Mine would uh, probably hit 16, actually, at that point. Yeah, there's, I think, like, people were saying, like, they had variances between, like, two or three points. Yeah, no, the ogres get a real sort of um, Which they need, the Swedish break. Problem. Yeah, Swedish Camp was a bit of an overraver. So. Well, I mean, I think probably when it started, um, it was okay because like ogres were just sort of quite powerful in the meta. But now they're just sort of mid tier, so they had to do yep. something to make them uh, a little more appealing. So yeah, okay, but so um, yeah, you definitely come to Grail Quest. Um, don't let's let's talk to people about. Don't forget, second day of Grail Quest is our costume contest, and we got some folks coming down from. Uh, Virginia and uh, New York. New York, sure. Let's, let's call it New York. <laughs> Maine, I hear. Some Portland. place north of There's a guy from the West Canada. Coast. Yeah, there's a dude from California. Do not forget your costumes. Yeah, do not forget your costumes. Um, Although, I mean, we had, like, big, like there were two costumes last year that were just so heads and shoulders above everybody else. I yeah. assume they'll make a reappearance. Yeah, I would like to. I would, I would recycle that, that if I'm... Yeah. We gave out good. Also, Friday night is our Monster Mash uh, competition. Yeah, uh, and then on Friday, in theory, we're having um, Blood Bowl. Yeah, but I don't actually see that happening because Todd and/or Collins would have to uh, organize have to, it. Yeah, I kind of shot it like Todd wanted to do it. I shot it back to him and was like, "Hey, like, can I get like a one-page write-up?" And I haven't heard from either Todd or Collins in a couple months. So I might. I think um, we might not do yeah. it. I might see about playing some War Machine on that Friday. We'll see. I might see about. Uh, Basically, just fighting everyone, getting really drunk and fighting everyone in the store. How many people can I fight before I get in trouble? I think actually just one. <laughs> okay. I think I think one, right. okay. one one will pretty much get you in trouble. All right. Oh, oh dear. With that, um, um, what? Yeah. I don't even know. Anyway, uh, there's there's Friday night. Uh, the Monster Mash. Monster Mash. Yeah. Is Friday night. I think that's what it's called. Where we have a. Um, Massive monster battles. Yep. There's prizes to win. Robert Brandon walked off with like a hundred bucks last yeah. year. Yeah. Yeah. So, range. folks, when we're talking sort of com- uh, costume contest and monster match, you will get big prizes. We do not fuck around with our prizes. Yeah. You, you know, will get big we prizes. We give away money for stupid shit. Yeah. All the time. So yeah, I mean that's why it's worth. If you're if you're gonna sort of show up and um, run a Tomb King's army, if you dress as a Tomb King, you will probably make back more than you spend. 
Matt to Irby. enter the scenes here. <laughs> Irby. Irby, just, please, Jeff. Just, just, just a big old Nagash hat. Is oh, what so we want to say. Maybe starve yourself and be like skeletal and stuff. Yeah. I'm not against it. Maybe bulimia. Just okay. saying. Making the grade, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. Proops, yeah, you might, might be on this. You like the poops. Proops. All right, poops. make a good paint. Yeah. So, who wants to talk about what they're painting the modeling? I, I can go first if you want. Talk, talk you, saw it. It, you saw it at the store, it's half-painted Mauler. I see that you have written the word Mauler five times with different kinds of punctuation. <laughs> yeah. Tell me more about that. Punctuation. I just thought I might as well just try and fill up the outline a bit more. Okay, fair enough. Uh, we hadn't got much on there. Well, you um, painted them green. I did paint him green. Good. Yeah, no. It, here's here's what I'm finding. Did you bring him with you today? No, we've been um, staying around. Um, we've been staying around the in-laws' house, dog sitting. So um, I forgot to bring him. Um, yeah, I know. Annoying. Um, here's one thing I found painting him: Lamian medium. Yeah. Good shit. Very very good for. Um, he was sort of the way I'd done it. It was that I just sort of. It painted them like my ogres and just highlight up and highlight up. Wow. I found that when I was doing it, sort of the greens in the recesses were too dark. Okay. So I got some of the slightly lighter tone stuff, uh, got some Lamium medium, mixed it all up, slapped it in the recesses. Glaze. It made a bit of a glaze. Worked like a treat. Very pleased. So I'm going to work it, and um, it actually makes the blending a bit more seamless. Nice. So tip for you there, folks. Get some Lamium medium. It's good shit. Yeah. That's it. I'm That's done. It? I'm going to do cool. some more painting today. Oh, what are you going to paint today? Same dude. That mauler? Yeah, that mauler. It's pretty baller. Baller mauler. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like the I like the green paint scheme. Yeah. Uh, it's a little different. I, I'm really interested to see what it's going to look like on the actual like warlock guys. Yeah. Who are more I've humanoid got, and less monstery. I'll tell you what, I've actually got a site um, that I have been trying to place it off of. Oh, it's, no, I've been to Pornhub. Yeah, exactly. Uh, no, this is... Where's the dude? It's Gold Drake Studio. This is uh, what it looks like. Gold Drake Studio? Yeah. This okay. dude's been painting up some of these uh, guys, and he's got a nice... Um, yeah, these are the dudes like that. Sort of looks quite yeah. neat. I like it um, with uh, orange as well. He's got a nice orange tone. It's sort of creamsicle I bet orange. Hard. Yeah, orange, orange is probably... orange skin strikes me as a little tricky. Yeah, no, it's um, where are we? I want it. This is uh, yeah, I quite yeah, like that. That actually looks pretty good. So this is, this is great radio, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. It's just some shit. It's just some <laughs> shit we're looking at. Um, yeah. Let me ask you a question. So. I, uh, because you use our Roll City Wargaming account and I read yeah. all your emails, yep. uh, I noticed that you ordered some yeah. super sweet, from Atomic Virus, super sweet models. Can yep. you tell us about the models that you ordered? Yeah, so next Warcaster I've got is a guy called Grim. What, what have you picked up so far? I don't know. Uh, so model. far I've got a Mauler, I've got a Pyre Troll, in, and I've got the Battle Box. Um, I've got some Fen Blades, some Champions, oh, and some sure. Warders. Okay, you're not messing around. No, not messing around with this. I'm, I'm jumping in with both feet. Okay. Um, and then I just ordered uh, Janissa Stone Tide. Tell me more. Basically, she is a fell. No, she's a Rune Shaper special character. Okay. Basically, her deal is that she's pretty, pretty good. I think she's like three points. Okay. Basically, her big deal is that she makes a wall. 
in front of folks. Okay. So that basically means that you can't charge because it um, counts as terrain. I don't like that. And you can put it within sort of five inches of her. So you can block off charge routes and then you can sort of prevent stuff from getting charged and then you whip away the wall and you charge in shit like that so she's good um, then I've got a fell called a hero okay. his main deal is that he stands people up mm. for no costs okay. uh, and it's so not a spell so they fall over from their tough rolls because they're trolls yep stands uh, them up stands them back up or uh, Krios's uh, feet um, okay. So yeah, he just stands him up, which is kind of cool in his command range. So it's like a ten inch range. Which Basically, is cool. you're buying things to counter uh, my guy. Yeah, essentially. Right, time to switch my guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Easy peasy. Uh, no, but he, uh, the, those two are sort of generally regarded as some of the better game pieces. And then I've got a dude called Grim Angus, who's another warcaster. Okay. His uh, stuff is um, he's all about assassination. He's so got he's big your gun. Second warcaster. Yeah. So if I run two lists, it's going to be P Madrak or Madrak one and P Grim. Or Grim One, Interesting. Uh, so yeah, um, I am. Um, I'm thoroughly enjoying this. Um, yeah, it's a good ship. Anyway, oh, don't spoil it. I, mean, I won't. I won't. I won't spoil it. But um, yeah, we'll, we'll go from there. So uh, let's have Shane. What have you been up to, sir? Uh, well, whereas you are jumping into War Machine hordes with both feet, yes, I'm sort of tiptoeing into the waters and like glancing over at other ponds. Like, eh, you know, those look kind of cool too. Okay. Uh, I got the Warcaster Veil and the the pack of two shredders. Okay. And now is Veil? Did you get the metal one? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah it's uh, Lilith is the plastic one that's oh, in the okay. starter box. So, cool. Yeah. Yeah. What what attracted you to Veil in particular? Um, so just the very erotic cast. Mostly, mostly just like the fluff of it all. Like, oh. like gen- generally, like. Okay. My concept of it, like, I really liked when I was reading about, you know, hordes and how it's like, oh, it's this, you know, person controlling these monsters and, you know, sapping power out of them. Okay. So I really wanted a warcaster that was kind of fit that idea of a person. And, okay. you know, then I also wanted to go more in the direction of, like, a caster type. Okay. So, you know, looking at all of them, a lot of them are, like, you know, more fighty-looking. Yeah. Whereas she is just pure, like, she's holding, like, a magic orb. You know, yeah, she, actually kind of has, she actually has no close combat ability. Like, she can't yeah. hit people in close yeah. combat. Yeah. Um, so I just like that from a fluff perspective. And, um, you know, so started getting into that. So, so yeah. Edit. Edit. Yeah. <laughs> that was me crying. Yeah. Uh, so, sorry. Shane? <laughs> So you liked it from the fluff perspective and all that, yeah, yeah, all that yeah. kind of stuff. So, so, so yeah, I, I picked up that Warcaster, and I'm mostly, like, uh, again, from the fluff perspective, like, I like the idea of them being just, like, savage beasts. So I'm okay. leaning away from the ones who are, like, holding weapons and stuff like that. Like, okay. I just want, like, the pure, like, raw monster things. So the amount that you're getting into the fluff here, can we expect you showing up at Atomic Empire in cosplay of your uh, Warcaster. I think that's what I'm going to do. not. No? If his, if his, if his uh, Warcaster was a pirate. <laughs> <laughs> and there are some pirates in that uh, game. Yeah. There's an entire pirate faction. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Yeah. So, um, so you've got your veil, you've got your two shredders. Um, they're assembled? They are assembled. Okay. That's, it's pro-work. It's it, I mean, I would not call it pro-work. They, uh, like a few of the joints are maybe not entirely in the socket where they should be, but that's war, ma- that's war machine and old yeah, miniatures for you. War machine, yes. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the game. Yeah, they're not altogether um, good with uh, as good as GW with yeah, that shift. Yeah. So. Some of the older stuff, yeah. 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 Um, so okay, cool. But you enjoying it so far? 
Yeah, yeah. So I did. What's Good. the What's the plans to expand that to fifteen? Uh, yeah, I don't remember exactly which two, but ba- basically the the three model multi kit. Um, two yeah. different ones out of that. Okay. Um, uh, okay. Are, are going to fill it up to fifteen. Cool. Yeah, you mean like the uh, Carnivian, Scythian, and Ravagor? That I sounds think, about right. Yeah, like yeah, like the, yeah, like a like a Scythian and a Ravagor. I gotcha. think maybe. Cool. They're awesome. Ben. Uh, okay. So my dark elf army is on hold. I guess we'll talk about this in the main topic a little bit. But it basically, comes down to you. Uh, I'm a little unsure. About with ninth coming and yeah. with the end times thing, uh, just I've just shelved it for a little bit. Yeah, um, and I don't know if you guys are aware. Of this one a little I'm a little uh, compulsive when it comes to painting, and yeah. uh, I need a project. And uh, basically, I would say GW right now. I'm just kind of a little wary of starting a big project on. Yeah. yeah. So uh, this has been really good for me to side project into the war machine. Horde stuff. I still want to like. I mean, I really want to play more than anything Warhammer. Yeah. Uh, and but in terms of time, it's it's easier for me too to do like forty five minute uh, games of, of War Machine on Tuesdays a lot yeah. of times if I don't know that I have a two and a half hour stretch to work with. So um, since the last podcast, I assembled and I painted the Cador uh, two player set or Cador two player set. Yeah. Uh, so that's Sorsha, uh, three heavy warjacks, yeah. um, and the men-at-arms, yeah. five men-at-arms. Yep. I did them in uh, Space Wolf colors. Yep. They're the black Standing and, over here. Black and uh, gray-blue. Gray-blue, yeah. yeah. They yeah. look good. Yeah, yeah I, I wanted... They're... Uh, I honestly... It's not a faction I particularly want to play a lot of. Yeah. So I wanted it to be super easy to... Uh, paint yeah. and Space Wolf colors are very easy to paint. It's a lot of dry brushing. Yeah, so, yeah absolutely. Uh, and black and silver. So, but I did do a lot of freehand on the models. There's at least uh, three or four freehand bits yeah. on every model. Good. Yep. Uh, just to practice yeah. on models that I didn't care as much about. So um, I particularly am pleased with. I did the Cador symbol on each. Oh of yeah, them, yeah, yeah. And I'm really pleased with that. And I did uh, Roman numerals on each one that came out uh, okay as well. So it's just, just good practice. Oh, and I drew stars, uh, which are really hard, guys. Stars did are really, yeah, stars yeah. Are really stars are super hard to do. They are, yeah. But I was like, hey, why not? Why not? Uh, you know, I can always basically erase and do it again. Yeah. Uh, and practice on that. So I did that. Um, I also painted the Choir of Minoth, mm-hmm. uh, which is a six model set. And the Vassal Minoth, which is a one model. Yeah. Uh, which are uh, little units for my War Machine army, which brings my painted army up to about 27 potential points. Yeah, that's cool. So I can run a 25-point army. Yeah. Uh, and then I've been, probably the last week and a half, I've been more assembling stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I assembled, oh, I, I assembled uh, the Avatar Minoth, which is a giant uh, Warjack-looking dude yeah. uh, with a sword. Uh, and he's solid metal, and that was uh, as much fun as I remembered it being. Um, and I also I also put together the Hierophant of Menoth, yeah. which is a attachment for your Warcaster. Yeah. Uh, it basically upkeeps a spell for you every turn. For free. That's handy. Yeah. Um, 
which is, yeah, that's okay. Uh, I mainly, I was like, I had ten minutes before I go to bed. What's something I can put together, like, fast? <laughs> yeah. I saw that model was, like, three parts. I was like, oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah. Uh, I don't know anything about it. I'm just going to put it together. Done. Um, <laughs> let's see. I assembled four Shredders and Lilith out of the Hordes two-player battle box. Mm-hmm. Um, and I assembled the chassis of the Big Beast, the Carnivian. But I'm going to magnetize the arms on it, so uh, I have another Big Beast kit, and I'm going to go through and assemble the chassis there, and then uh, magnetize the shit out of the arms. I'm using emery boards to do the the mold lines. Yeah, how you find them? It's all right. It costs 99 cents to buy a 25-pack of emery boards, so that was nice. Uh, Much cheaper than... Metal files are hard to find, and and they're expensive, so... I'm going to give it a try for a while. I might get some different sandpapers and try that, too. Yeah, just true. To see what I can do. Um, I have had missing parts in several of these proprietary press kits. That's lucky. I've I don't had... know if it's mispacking or just somebody has has cherry-picked your kits. Just gone in there, um, yeah. My avatar, Minoth, was missing his giant metal shield. Oh, really? Uh, wow. The, I had a couple cards missing out of some stuff, and Lilith was... Missing one of her arms out of the two-player pack yeah. box since that one was vacuum sealed, so I know that's a yeah, that's a miss. And it came with an extra shredder leg, which is similar <laughs> in size. And I considered gluing the shredder leg on as an arm because it, like I was dry fitting it and it fit. And it looked hilarious on this like basically it's like a little elf girl and it had like it had like a cartoon monster leg coming out of the side. Um, but uh, as much fun as that sounded, I actually ended up using one of the warlock swords to fix that. And then Privateer Press has a missing parts like website you can go to. That's pretty good. And yeah. I have uh, I have put in a ticket, uh, which I believe is still it's been there in there for a week and is still listed as pending. So yeah. we'll see how that uh how plays out. Goes. Yeah. But I figured I would give them the opportunity to uh, do a good job and yeah. then see what happens. And if they don't, I'm going to tell everybody I know about it. <laughs> so, I mean, from, from what I've heard, they, they are typically good about it, uh, maybe a little slow, <laughs> as you're experiencing. The um, website when I went to it was basically like, hey, we just had Gen Con. Uh, shit's a disaster here. Yeah, that, <laughs> that, that makes total sense. So yeah. bear with us. Like, we're getting to shit as quick as we can. Um, but, you know, we'll give them, I'm, I'm not in a rush. So. No, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, we... In progress. I'm in progress, guys. You're in progress. I've been oh. in progress for eight days now. Good it's, stuff. It's definitely a common complaint with Privateer Press. Like, like we get a lot of... Um, no, no uh, mispacks. Mispacks. Uh-huh. Um, we get a lot of emails about that kind of thing, and generally we send them to them, and yeah. everything gets resolved. So. It's American manufacturing for you guys. <laughs> Shoddy. <laughs> we don't care. Uh, hey, what's this we stuff? Damn it. Uh, you, you got me. Go back to Mexico. Do <laughs> love it down Mexico way. Um, Margaritaville. Yeah, well, yeah, that's pretty much it, though. I mean, so yeah. it's easier for me right now to get stuff put together, I think. Yeah, I think, yeah. Paint. Like, painting's really tricky to get everything out and do, so I need, like, a good, like, at least an hour. Yeah, sure. To do any painting, but sometimes, like, right before I go to bed, I'll be like, I got ten minutes. I'm going to put together... I'm gonna put a leg on somebody. Yeah, that's so where their arm should somebody's go. Somebody's getting a leg. <laughs> so, so what I'm hearing is you, with a new child, 
are still doing more than both Tom and I combined. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. definitely. I mean, yeah. that's been... I mean, that was the case, like, a week after the baby was born. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely, yeah. Um, I mean, like, yeah, that's... Uh, I'm, I'm an accomplisher, yes. Yeah. An accomplisher. Apparently so. Um, let's do gaming. Let's do gaming. Um, save it here? Sure, why not? Yeah. Take, guys, take three. Guys, if we're going to edit out, we're on take three, and we're going to edit out every time Shane and Robert Brandon get racist about Jiffy's, <laughs> then we're going to be starting over every time. I love how that's the joke we go with this time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, those other two jokes totally inappropriate. So but, totally, but that, they're totally fine. Yeah, <laughs> apparently, I don't know. Um, gaming? Gaming. Let's talk about some gaming. I did some gaming. I played in the tournament, which is probably my only three games of Warhammer since... Still uh, three games of Warhammer, bro. Yeah, it's true. Uh, we'll talk about that later. Um, and I played two games of War Machine, one of which was around your house. Uh-huh. Very nice. You cooked me some dinner. I did. Killed me a pork chop and then um, played a game <laughs> of War Machine with me. Just slapped the shit out of me and then uh, sent me home. Uh, <laughs> then... Um, um, no, and then the second game uh, I played you at the store and, yeah so um, the first game we played uh, P. Krios versus P. Madrak yeah. and uh, this was your first time playing we watched some videos yeah. uh, you immediately lost control of all your beasts <laughs> yeah. and frenzied all over the place <laughs> and uh, I was like I don't know how to fix this to let you win so yeah. so I just ended it ended it there and then um, next one um yeah, you didn't cast the purification spell, and uh, yeah, then I was able to get a sneaky slam off. Yeah, we, we had a rematch at the store. Uh, Tom used a slam, a special war beast maneuver, yep. to move uh, one of my guys out of the way, opening up a lane between his main guy and my main guy, and allowing his main guy to murder my main guy. Yep. And it was beautiful, and Tom was like, oh, I love this game forever. Now, if which I can is, get... Which is the his, trick his to how, keeping Tom interested in, in exactly. any game. Here's, here's the thing, guys. Basically, you've just got to give me a win every once in a while. It's true. And then I'll, I'll love the game forever. Malifaux, that's why I haven't played it in so long. It's because I haven't won a game of Malifaux. Because you've never won a game of Malifaux. I've played it. I've played it for about two years now, all things told, and never won a game. Yeah. So. I, honestly, I'm impressed you stuck with it because I played about three or four games of Malifaux and didn't win any of them, yeah. and then just stopped. Yeah. See, I want to talk about this because <laughs> you uh, you didn't win anything at the you didn't win any games at the Warhammer tournament. Spoilers. Yeah, spoilers. And you were like, ah, oh, it's just like I don't even want, I'm, I've lost my enthusiasm. All my enthusiasm is gone. I've never lost all my games at a tournament. Yeah. Uh, this is like disclaimer. Like, I don't have that experience, but when I do lose a game, I, it, like, irritates the living shit out of me to the point where I'm more interested. I'm like, what did I do wrong? And then I, like, am, and really want to improve and beat the shit out of people. Well, and, and, and I think that's just the thing, is you win so much <laughs> that when you have that occasional loss, yeah. that's, like, the difference for you, and so it's, like, a driving factor. If, if you actually won every game at a tournament, it's like, the first one is like, alright, I'm going to get back in this, I'm going to do it. The second one is like, ah, oh, this is going kind of badly, but maybe I can still pull this through. By the third one, your spirit is crushed. And, yeah. yeah but even, even like, what I went to Nova last year, I, I, won, I lost every game on Saturday. Uh, yeah. And was like, I was just pissed fucking all night. I got like two yeah, hours of sleep because I was just sat there. 
listening to Robert Brandon fucking shake the hotel with his snores and just getting super pissed at everyone involved. And we won my games on Sunday. Here's the deal, though, but even in the grand scheme of things, that would have taken you down to probably about a 75% uh, you know, win rate. Yeah, I don't, I, I'm just saying, like, I mean, losing is good for you, I think. I, I, I think in moderation. In better. moderation. I think, I think you can only lose so much before it starts to sort of weigh on your soul a bit. And, uh, Have you considered just being better? Yeah, that's, that's the thing. I've considered being better. I've tried to be better. I've created lists that I think are pretty good. All right, here's uh, can we have like a boot camp for you? Yeah, no, we can. Like, do you want a do you want a Warhammer boot camp or a Malifaux boot camp? Uh, probably Warhammer. Okay, well, Mal- well, Warhammer boot camp. Okay, we're gonna somehow play a game every day. This is I mean, <laughs> you can tell this is a joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, we're gonna play like three games a day. Okay. for a month. Yeah, and then you're gonna be. Fucking amazing. Come grow quest. Yeah. You're going to come in at least 20th. So yeah. so here's actually a thought. Um, it, for focusing strategy, yeah. one idea you could do, go into it, deploy your armies, then switch sides, play it round, switch sides again every single turn, and just be constantly talking about the strategies. I think mm-hmm. that could actually be valuable. Here's something I've considered, which is... Uh, for War Machine, to teach myself War Machine quickly, okay. is to set up a table in the garage and play both sides of it yeah, constantly. Yeah. Uh, just because I think you would get a grip. You would you would teach yourself bad play, too, though, Yeah, I feel like. Yeah, so that, that, that's why I think the two would, people, yeah, one, yeah. one who's more experienced and one who's less, switching sides and constantly talking about Oh, now I'm in this position, and this means this. No, uh, I see what you, I see. That is what I think. Uh, War Machine, I think, is kind of actually working for you at the moment in terms of learning because you're learning as well. And uh-huh. I know that when we were talking on Tuesday, there was stuff like the slam attack. We sort of got to how it works by the end of the game, but yeah. you know, we were we were chatting about it during the game and trying to figure stuff out. So I quite, you know. If we're on the same level as well. My favorite part of that much. game was removing the obstacle, removing yeah. the wall in the middle of the board because yeah. we didn't have the rule book and we had no idea. Yeah. We're like, well, yeah, we've got to figure this that one out. That wall's no longer there. Plus four <laughs> defense if you're behind a, uh, an obstacle like that. Wow. Yeah. Um, I actually had a real quick War Machine question while we're on top again. Yeah, sure. Oh, Horde's question, technically. Yeah. Um, that's So you guys had talked about uh, them like rampaging and going yeah. crazy. And Frenzy. Frenzy, that's it. Uh-huh. Um, when I was reading the rule book, it didn't seem that bad. Like It's not. It's not. As long as you keep the enemy in your front arc, yeah, and not uh-huh. the closest thing in your front arc, and not the uh, not your own models. Right. Yeah. Which which I know some of my war beasts, maybe all of my war beasts, have an ability where they don't attack my own guys. They're like, they don't attack blood. your warlocks. I think. Okay. They, yeah, they, they can... still can attack your guy. It's the blood bond. Got it. Yeah, they don't yeah. attack the warlocks, That's uh, nice. which is a nice bonus, but they will still munch on each, each other. other. Got yeah. it. Good to know. Yep. Okay. Yeah, no, Frenzy's, as long as you can sort of control your charge uh-huh. arcs, it's not that bad. Okay. I think it's manageable. Yeah, but you but have to sort of be aware that's going on and, you know, the other strategies are also going to be fucking with, like, yeah. you know, any ability to spin or move your guys or move their own guys. That so that your stuff is in the way. Yeah. That makes sense. Uh, yeah. yeah. And again, order of activation is going to be key and stuff like that. I, that's, yeah. Yeah, anyway. Anyway. Cool. Uh, so. So, yeah, we played some games. Uh, let's see. 
Uh, let's do Shane last because he's going to talk about other stuff. Okay, sure. Ben. Um, so I won the Grail Press Practice Tournament, which we'll talk about later. Spoilers. Spoilers. Um, I'm pretty, feeling pretty swaggy, Warhammer-wise. I've won, uh-huh. which I I don't know if I invented the word swaggy or not, but uh, maybe I did. Maybe I don't is. know. I wrote it down, and I was like, I bet that's actually a term of uh, slang. But term of endearment for someone? It. Yeah. It is now. It is now. Yep. Um... Yeah, I think I won, like, the last three one-day events, which hasn't happened in a while. Uh, I could be wrong. You're getting back to your 2007-2008 2008 form. 2008 form, 2009. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. I read the whole Nagash book. Yes, a good book. Uh, Yeah, it's a really good book. Um, I think we're going to, at the next one-day event, we're going to try... I'm going to... I asked Paul about bringing an actual uh, Nagash army. Okay. Uh, not not the fifty percent lords, fifty percent heroes thing. Yeah. Not the lore, but just using the um, basically the ability to take things out of both. Yeah. And sure. march with doom gangs. Yeah. That's that sort cool. Of shit. Oh, um, he was he was he was all sad now because you won't let him play with his big head uh, Nagash. He doesn't have a big head Nagash. How nobody, do you know? Nobody actually buys that model. How do you know? Shane, how many big head Nagash models have you guys sold? I don't know that it was even in print when we. You, you mean like the the. No, 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 the new one. Oh, the new one. Uh, I think we've actually sold a few. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've considered buying it, not because I would put it on a table, but because I would put it on a shelf, and it would just be awesome. I actually thought really hard about buying the, um... Mortark. Mortark model? Mm. Yeah, the the rider, the undead. Yeah. Which one would you have assembled it as? Uh, Neferata. Neferata. Yeah, Yeah, good choice. She's got the best... She's the best-looking model, and she's the best... Looking, uh, she's got the best looking cat too. Um, but I would have actually tried to magnetize it, yeah, if possible to do all three. Um, it would be, I don't think it does, but it'd be really interesting. I, I'm almost 99% sure it doesn't have on foot options, yeah, yeah, for each of the riders because they don't actually have a separate profile of the rules, uh, yeah, that's weird. Is, okay, it is weird, which I think and maybe that's a ninth edition thing. Yeah, we'll that could, could be, I guess. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, so that would be... That sort of, rumor, I think, is based on the fact that they don't have a slow yeah. profile. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of a little bit circular. Um, yeah. That so, would just sort of add add stats to your stat line, I guess. Um, yeah, yeah I, I thought about that, but then I was like, you know, if I'm interested in shifting stuff around like that, I'm going to wait and see, like, the apparently the Archaon, Archaon book comes out, in yeah. Times Archaon comes out, and, you know... Uh, Three or four weeks. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, man, if there is a new Chaos Dragon kit, like, that's exciting and stuff like that. So, we'll see. I just basically am, like, in no hurry. Yeah. Warhammer right now. Yeah. I, until, wait, until, wait, shit settles, until shit settles down. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. I'm just like, yeah, whatever. Let's see what they do and then find out what I want to do. Um, but, uh, oh, and I, I've done four War Machine demos. I've done... Let's see. I've demoed it with you, Tom. Yeah. Uh, I've demoed it with Shane. Yeah. I've demoed it with Collins. And we're going to count, I guess I, I said four, so I guess I guess playing with you again counts. Yeah, no, sorry, no <laughs> doubt. Uh, I so, explained a lot of rules that second time, too, apparently. How many bits and bobs has Collins got for his uh, fourth stuff? Collins was running at least a 35-point army. Oh, okay. And maybe a 50-point army back cool. in the day. So, And the rules haven't changed, so... Um, but then I also bought some of his models, and somebody else bought some of his models, and I've, I can't even 
sell them back to him because I can't find them. So, <laughs> so uh, I don't know what he's down to. Yeah. But he's at least like where we are in terms okay. of being able to do stuff. Cool. Um, and he runs a circle army, and it's uh, beast heavy. So yeah, I think it scales up really quick. Um, yeah, absolutely. Let's see. Um, that's it. That's yeah. it. Shane, let's let's hear from you. Shane was actually just looking off into the middle distance, and you know, uh, just sort of. I mean, honestly, when you guys start talking Warhammer, that's usually what I do. Like, yeah. I mean, mostly I listen to this podcast for the off-topic. So, that's wow, you're our only person that does that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I love it. Good. <laughs> Basically, this podcast is just for me. Uh, I mean, the only reason I really came here is to get, like, the, the early live recording. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like going to a concert. That's yeah. true. If you do play it backwards, then it's just you and I talking about Shane, you stand to chat with him, so. <laughs> yeah. All right. You want, you, want, you want me to do some off-topic here? I got a really good off-topic. Okay, go on, Stan. I'm really, guys, I'm, like, dying for, like, a Mountain Dew or something, and we don't have any in the house, and I'm considering just leaving you guys, driving down to the gas station down the street. Buying a Mountain Dew and driving back. You know what? Give me one too. Yeah, <laughs> we made it. We made a small field trip after this. Uh, okay, after yeah. this section, as long as Dot, you guys are okay with the time wise. That's super okay. Yeah, my day's clear. Yep. All right. I just could do more dog sitting. So yeah, that's fine. Fuck that. Yeah. I know. Um. Yeah. Still a special thing. All right. Um, Ask us so, that question. Yeah. Also, talk to us uh, about Mountain Dew. Yeah. Why you like it? So yeah, I haven't really played nope. a lot of. Ask that question. I was leading up to that question uh-huh. with, okay. with like some Fine. some context. Yeah. Um, I haven't been doing a lot of miniatures wargaming. Mm-hmm. Like I'm I'm starting to poke at this war machine horse thing, mm-hmm. but uh, I've been playing a lot of a card game. So does that count? For nope. Gaming moving session? on. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Now, yeah. you've been playing Netrunner. I like Netrunner too. I'm just not interested in playing a card game. Mm-hmm. It looks re- like a super solid, awesome game. Yeah, no. So it is... Give us give us like the three-minute version of, of okay. what you're well. <laughs> Netrunnering and Netrunner. Yeah. So Netrunner uh, is a card game based in like a cyberpunk-type setting. So you're talking like, you know, hackers and big corporations that run everything. So like... When it was the 80s, they thought that was going to be the future, and now it kind of is, because um, big corporations run everything. Uh, <laughs> True. But, uh, so yeah, it uh, is, what's the word, two-sided, um, uh, non-symmetrical. Okay. Um, and so one player plays as the runner, which is a hacker, and the other one plays as the corporation. And the corporation is very much about deception, and most of their cards, when they first play them, go face down, um, whereas the hacker is kind of trying to get in there and figure out what's going on. Um, you know, all the points are in the corporation's deck, so the runner has to actually go into the corporation's deck to get those points. Um, so yeah, it's a super fun game. Um, the, when they first started out, there wasn't really a draft version which if anyone plays card games, that's where you, uh, you know, basically as part of a mini game before the game, you try and get the cards that you're going to use in the game. Um, you, you basically, you know, have some random cards, pick one of them, and then pass the rest around the table. Um, which is a fun way to play a card game because it makes things a little less expected. You know, instead of playing... It would be like in Warhammer, you know, instead of showing up with your army already, you're just like oh, I guess I'll take, you know, these clan rats, and also 
these uh, high elf wizard and throw all this together and hope it works. And so you kind of have to think on your feet and such. Um, but I created what they call a cube, which is a collection of cards that you can draft from. Um, and it's been a ton of fun. I've only managed to draft it once, um, and I did horribly, but I got a lot of good feedback about the cube, and, uh, yeah. Is it in the shape of a cube? Uh, no. I don't actually even know where the name comes from, but it's from, like, magic. Very disappointing, Shane. uh, Very disappointing. in this report. It was great up to the part where the cube is not actually a cube. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I'll see if I can find a cube-shaped box that fits it. All right. All right. Then I'll be super excited. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was good. Well, that's not fun. Um, yeah, a bunch of people uh, are into the Netrunners. It's, it's really it's big. super popular. Big. Yeah, that's all I got. Yeah. <laughs> Netrunners. But, yeah, it's, it's it just seemed like a ton of fun. I tried it out and really liked it and then was like, don't have time for it. Got <laughs> fit in another car game yeah, at yep. that point. Um, all right, let's do other. Let's, yes. let's waste everyone's time. Okay, <laughs> I like that. All right. Um, other. God, I love other. We have a lot of other to talk about, so sorry, Owen. Uh, sorry, basically, everyone. Um, you can just fast forward like an hour, and <laughs> yeah. we might be done. Yeah, I'm right. a chat. Uh, let's see. Well, Tom, you got nothing? No, I actually sort of, I did something. You uh, did. So I haven't been doing an awful lot, but um, I have, um, I watched a couple of the pilots for, um, New season. Will you be our pilot Yeah, inspector? sure. I'll be a pilot inspector. Pilot inspector. I've got no idea. That sounds rude, but I don't know if it's rude, so... This is a stupid joke. Okay. Uh, um, yeah, so first one up uh, was something called Selfie. Have you heard okay. about this one? It's got I haven't heard about any of these. Okay, so... Pretty much guaranteed. John is, is Cho. Is Batman show? No. <laughs> then no. No. It's got John Cho, who is uh, Harold from Harold and Kumar. Okay. Yeah. That dude's in there. It's got uh, Karen Gilliam, who's um, Amy Pond from Doctor Who. Uh huh. And um, it was fuck awful. It yeah. was terrible. Yeah, just just terrible. I'll give it an F minus. And uh, that's only because I don't know any of the letters that come after F. That's true. In the uh, review. It's sort three. Of Ready? It's three. It's A, B, C, D, F. Skip the E. Okay. F. F minus three. 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 Give it a three. I'll give it a three. Yeah. yeah. Not a good rating. No, not a good rating. Yeah, just terrible. It was it was really just it's all about social it's basically just designed to annoy me. It was full of social media and hipsters. Oh. And not many jokes. Just aggravated me. Aggravated the shit out of me. Because if there's anything I hate, it's hipsters, it's hippies, and it's social media. And it's also you, students. I've also thought of you I've always thought of you as a hipster. Really? Yeah, sorry. Oh, well. You are a fuck lot of cords, dude. I, that's not a hipster thing. That's a comfort thing. <laughs> you don't have to, to breathe. <laughs> you do. Breathe? Yeah. With fucking cords. With cords. It's like, it's a, it's like wearing velvet. That's dumbass. No, no, no. You can't. Jesus Christ. So, said it, um, I haven't watched this show, but I'm very interested in Fox's show Utopia, oh, which is apparently okay. hosted by like this like guy in a bowler hat with a mustache <laughs> and like a vest. God, that and they're like, me. apparently he's one of the worst. I can't parts. believe you thought me I was a fucking hipster. That's annoying. All right, you hipster. What else did you watch? No, I'm not going to say no. I'm just, I'm just, you can't fucking stop. What else? What else? Okay, so what's the show called? Pilot Inspector. A to Z. Okay, A to that Z. sounds fucking terrible. Good. Um, it wasn't. It was actually pretty good. Okay. Quite 
funny, charming, and everything that Selfie was. And I would give it a B. Who's in this one? Uh, the Mother B. from How I Met Your Mother. The Mother from How I Met Your Mother. I read that that show was shit. Really? Yeah, yeah. No, no, actually a lot better than... So Selfie apparently was meant to be pretty good. Uh-huh. Fuck awful. This one, okay. meant to be bad. Pretty good. I say they're both shit. Uh, okay. I haven't watched either one of them. Okay. So, uh, so, there you go. so there you go. So folks, don't listen to Ben. Uh, anyway. Listen to me. I wear what else did you watch? Um, that yeah. was it. Do you like wearing courts? Yeah. If you do, kill yourself. Then listen to Tom. No. Don't kill don't, yourself. Don't man. kill yourself. Seriously, though. Do not kill uh, yourself. Just listen to Tom. Listen to me. And then Don't wear do some cords, apparently. Because apparently cords... Why cords bad? This is going to aggravate. This is just going <laughs> to piss me off. I don't they're, understand. Is, I mean, soft. first of all, you're, no. you're walking around, you're making that zipper fucking noise. Zip, 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 zip. <laughs> That's only if your legs are so fat that you can't stop. My, okay, I do not have fat legs, young man. Yeah. <laughs> I have very skinny legs. Ben's got fat and everyone, legs. Everyone makes that. Do your legs not come together at some sort of junction where some sort of rubbing goes on? No. If you know what I mean? No. Yeah, they, they do, do not. Do I'm going to walk around. I'm going to walk around. Let's, let's have a look. Look, look, look at that side guy. Okay. Do you, do you hear it? Yeah, yeah. Zip, 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 zip. It's just... Um, oh, it's like hell. I think you're just deaf. No. No. I hate you. Nobody, um, nobody can hear Did you watch any other fucking violets? I did not. No, that was it. That was it? You yeah. didn't watch the Batman violet? Is it online? I don't fucking know. No, I'm going to say no. I'm going to watch it next Tuesday. You watch it, you tell me about it. I watched, actually, well, I watched New Girl, but that's been out for a while. But that was that was good, New Girl. Jen yeah. keeps asking me when her shows come back because we don't have TV anymore. Yeah. <laughs> and my answer yeah. is never. Never? Why? What are you going to just make? I never understand we're going to watch. I don't want to watch Modern Family. Well, so no. We're not going to fucking watch Modern Family. So- I'm just going to tell her it never came back. Okay. <laughs> what about Survivor? Are you just oh, no, to... fucking Survivor comes back on Wednesday. We're watching the shit out of that. So <laughs> super excited. So Guys, essentially, here's an opportunity. Every time I try to fucking sell you on Survivor, okay. just give it a fucking try. Give it a try. No, for somebody it. that's so down on courts, I'm not watching fucking Survivor. <laughs> it's so good, <laughs> no, guys. No, so not good. watching fucking Survivor. Starving, and then they're asked to to play double dare, and then they have to make million dollar decisions. It's the best. Did I mention they're starving? Yeah, nuts. <laughs> Did I mention they're starving? They that's generally a... have like intestinal parasites. Okay. Because they're I'm, not good. They're this not is just good a, decisions this is about just, boiling water. This is just a journey into your dark, twisted soul. This episode. That's, that's the fine. title. That's fine. That's the title. Um, I watched New Girl. That was pretty funny. Mindy Project. Pretty good. Um, but they're already sort of here. So, but I will watch. For you, Ben, I will watch Gotham next week. Yeah, that, yeah. Uh, and, that the, seems... and the first episode of Survivor. No. Fuck no, 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 no. You don't have anything else going on. It's Wednesday <laughs> night. What are you doing on Wednesday night? <laughs> Wednesday night is Gotham night. Taking care of that fucking dog. Yeah, every uh, time. Man. Throw that dog in so the So when I woke up this morning, uh-huh. dog just licked me right all over my face. That dog licked you in the face. Throw yeah. that dog in the trash can. Watch Survivor. <laughs> what? Is that how people get rid of dogs these days? Yeah, that's... Uh, that's uh, Is that how they found Scooter? Is he just in the trash can somewhere? <laughs> no, Scooter's went. Scooter won Nova. What? Dude, they're feeding him... They're feeding him... What the shit? Yeah, no. dude. What? Fucking, they're, get, they're going to, like, an organic store, and they're getting, like, the raw veggies and rice and meat. Okay. It's not fucking Alpha. Okay. Man. He's fucking on top of his game. Scooter won Nova? Yeah. Shit. He's fucking hardcore. He, I don't even you, know what you guys are talking about. He won, uh... Um, it's, just, it's just too fucking much of a rabbit hole to get <laughs> yeah. Don't ask. Um, all right. um, what else are we... Okay. 
So, uh, you watched those shows. Is that pretty much it? Uh, yeah. Yeah, that was right. it. I watched also, I watched uh, the Falcons beat uh, Tampa Bay on Thursday. That was funny. I watched a little bit of that. Yeah. It's pretty good. 56 um, points, folks. I've been watching the first night. Okay. Come on, season yeah. five. I'm a fan. It's fucking solid. How yeah. many How many episodes do you say? Of, would you say of Deep Space Nine you get through of an evening? I don't, oh, I don't. I only watch Deep Space Nine when I'm exercising. When, when you're at work? No, when I'm when I'm at the gym, I watch Deep Space Nine. Huh? How's that work? Uh, I fucking go on a treadmill or on a bike or whatever the fuck. Okay. And I fucking. You say to the watch people at the gym. You no, say to the people at the gym. Phone. Look, can you turn off Deep Space? How are you not me? fucking aware of how a goddamn phone and Netflix works? I haven't been like, to the gym. Just blow your fucking mind. Yeah. <laughs> wireless internet. Am, for somebody who works in IT, I am yeah. pretty much a luddite when it comes to these things. All right. I fucking go where they have wireless internet. Okay. Into their wireless internet. Okay. That's a thing. Yeah, that's a thing. Okay. Now. Uh, I get the Ethernet cable, I plug it into yeah. my phone, and okay. I, I go to Netflix, and I watch on Deep Space Nine. Okay. And it's fucking sweet. Okay. I'm in season five. It's Worf. It's fucking shit going down. They're having the Dominion War. So like, what you're saying they're is... fucking shapeshifters all over the place. Who's a shapeshifter? It could be you. Could be me. Maybe it is. fucking cords. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Don't they recognize <laughs> <laughs> you? has got cords on. <laughs> they're like, oh, look, that asshole's not wearing good. Have you seen the key and peel where they, they're trying to figure out who's an alien and who's not? Yeah, that's pretty okay. good. Okay, yeah. we're going to watch it for Shane's sake. Yeah, that's good stuff. <laughs> Maybe he hasn't. Yeah. Um, okay, I won the... Speaking of that, I won the fucking cycling competition at my okay. gym. So here's a question a I have. a t-shirt, I got a hat, I got a water bottle, I got $100 to the cycling store. Here's what I want to ask about that. Um, were you watching Netflix and Deep Space Nine yeah, at the time? Yeah, I Deep Space Nine the entire time. I, I, I fucking cycled like 350 miles last month watching fucking Deep Space Nine the so, entire time. And, and it's good. So the competition is for who can cycle the most. It was the most miles in a month. Hmm. Which is doing this? Uh, it's at Metamont. Shit, I'm signing up. I reckon I can do more. I'm not in any good shape. Yeah. I'm going to wear my fucking cords doing it as well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to sit next to you. And I'm going to wear some You're going to see them on fire as they just zip together. That's, that's how he's going to beat you. Yeah, you hear that noise? I'm going to be do this. Flip out. Leave. Now, if you spend any significant amount of time at a gym in your life, you will get used to the fact that other people suck ass at a gym generally. There's lots of smells. Oh. Bros and cologne. I thought in. when I when I heard you say suck ass, I thought it was just like they're being bad oh. people, but they actually are. People <laughs> just going around there, literally sucking ass, making yeah, smells. Yeah, people who fucking smell bad all the time. Okay. You get a nice gym. Have you ever shit. seen? This is my question at the gym. Have you seen somebody go for people's a... dicks? Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's question one. Uh, have you uh, seen, especially at Meadowmont, which is uh, it's where they do like the hospital rehab program? Okay. It's all like eighty-year-old men walking around nude, and you know, they don't care. I'm like, this is awesome. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, me too, guys. Look at this. <laughs> you just whip it out. Look at this. Plus, just like this, this and weep, motherfucker. <laughs> this is like cycling as well. Isn't <laughs> this is like cycling nude. Yeah, that's how I'm going to use my bike. <laughs> just get on there, get a bit of a sweat going. Um, my other question was, have you ever seen somebody go for a lift, and they're quite old, and just shit themselves? No. No? Oh, that's a shame. I, I wish that was a thing. That was a thing? Actually. Yeah. Um, all right. Also, um, I figured out, I figured out. I mean, this is not super hard, how to, without jailbreaking my phone, how to put a, ga- how to put a Game Boy emulator on my iPhone. 
Oh, yeah. Uh, which means I'm not upgrade to iOS 8, I think. <laughs> I'm a little worried about that. Yeah. Uh, but I have been fucking catching the shit out of some fucking Pokemon. Oh, I mean, dude. Shane and I are both hard at work fucking catching yep. Pokemon. Yep. My God. We considered, I considered asking Shane if he would attempt with me to derail, like, the entire project. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's something to make you want to fucking shoot yourself. <laughs> Here's the thing. Maybe I am a fucking hipster. Maybe because I just look down on this. I bet fucking hipsters are way fucking into Pokemons. Oh, maybe it's you. But, they, maybe, but they've, caught, they've only got the Pokemon that you haven't heard okay. of. Okay, okay. Here's the <laughs> that's true. Okay, folks, we need people to write in. Who's more hipster? Ben and Shane for catching Pokemon or me for wearing cords. No, we're fucking super nerds. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But I reckon you're hipster nerds. Let's be clear. Uh, Which is more hipster, Warhammer or War Machine? Oh, man. Uh, War Machine. Definitely uh, War, War Machine. Yeah. War Machine. No yeah. question. Yeah. And, and Shane, you're, this you're basically an anti-social shithead. Mm-hmm. So this is from your experience at the store? I mean, just, just in general, like, GW is the most mainstream miniatures company that oh, exists. that's true. Mm-hmm. So... Any other miniatures game is more hipster. Do you know what I think it is? Infinity. Infinity? Fucking infinity. It's fucking way hipstery. Yeah, it's yeah. way hipstery. Uh, I give you that. Yeah. Uh, which, which, um, but, but in Malifaux, there probably are some models wearing fucking fedoras or whatever the fuck. Oh, <laughs> pork pie hats and pork shit. Pork pie hats. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's a game in which you could probably see a character wearing pork pie hats. <laughs> that is true. That is very true. Um, alright, um, so anyway... Play some fucking Pokemon because here's the thing, guys. You should get some Pokemon games because if you like an RPG, it's actually a super solid RPG. Yeah. Like in terms of mechanics, so fucking solid. Okay. I never played I never played it as a kid. I just I was just uh, like, uh, the most popular like twenty five games for the emulator that I downloaded yeah. were all Pokemon games, so I was like, I'm gonna give this a shot and then I was okay. like like five minutes in I was like, oh, fucking Pokemon and the shit out of this thing. Yep. Yeah, is that a verb now? Yeah, <laughs> it is. I mean, as if I say it is. Okay. I actually did play as a kid, which is why, like, for me, it's more of like a nostalgia thing. Uh, uh, you're but, okay. but yeah, yeah, it's it's so a solid RPG. Weren't you Shane doing at one time a thing whereby you were playing through all the Pokemon games? I'm still doing that. Okay, sort of. Have you caught every Pokemon out there? Uh, in the first games. Okay. Oh which shit! Was did when, you when there was 151 of them? Okay. Did you have to cheat to get some of them? Because there's... Uh, yeah, yeah. There's, there's like, one in each generation, and then, I guess, more later, Yeah. Um, that, that you do have to do some kind of cheat thing yeah. or have attended an event, which they aren't really doing the events for the ones from the 90s oh, anymore. Oh, Kelsey Freeze. Yeah. 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 Oh, shit, that's why it's cringe. Oh, what? hipster. Oh, that's <laughs> hipster. Oh, that's fucking hipster. Oh, oh you're um, really stuck on this. I am. It <laughs> really annoyed me. So, oh, yeah. oh dear. I've become yeah. everything I hate. <laughs> okay. Anyway, I'm also reading uh, Game... I, I'm finishing up uh, another read-through of Game of Thrones and listening to it at work. Uh, it's a really good book for work because it's uh, five books of Game of Thrones provides about three months' worth of audio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, How many work. books has he done so far? Five. And it's supposed to be seven. Okay. Total. So, we'll see. Uh, anyway, uh, I'm almost done with the fifth book, though. And I'm reading, I've read through the beginning of a book changed to this called Furies of Calderon, uh, which is part of what series? Uh, the uh, Alera series? Codex Alera. Codex Alera. Uh, yeah. Series by Jim Butcher, which is the not Dresden Viles uh, fucking science fiction fantasy yeah. Yeah. type series he's doing. So, and this seems enjoyable uh, because of the fact that I'm listening to Game of Thrones right now. 
haven't had as much chance as I'd like to. Sure. But I read the first, like, four or five chapters. Seemed pretty good. Seemed like a bunch of what I like in a fantasy novel, which is a bunch of shit happening in the beginning, and I'm like, well, I don't understand how this works. And at some point, they're going to fuck, pretty soon, they're going to fucking explain how everything works. Okay. Yeah. Which yeah, is you can feel the color. Yeah. You feel the like, I'm like, oh, how is this person flying? And then they're going to get there and like, wow, we use metals and we ingest the metals and then, and then uh, <laughs> we fucking use it to do Is that how people fly these Lithium things? causes us to lift lift weights, but gold causes us to fly. Maybe you should write this book. No. That's Maybe you should contact Jim Butcher and say, fucking series. <laughs> I don't even remember. Just contact Butcher and say, hey, Butcher, fucking idiot, lithium. That's where it's at. <laughs> Duh. Duh. <laughs> you um, idiot. And I'm working on a, I'm working on a War Machine and Hordes spreadsheet. Yeah. Uh, so tell us about this. Because, okay, so to play War Machine and Hordes, you, they do what is in ways really cool. They update every army at once yeah. in a series of books. But what that means for right now, jumping into the game, is like if you want to play Trollbloods, you need the uh, you need the main forces of Hordes Trollbloods book, yeah, and then you need the Gargantuans book, yeah, and you need the Domination book, I think it is, yeah, and then next so cool. month there's a book coming out called Exigence, and this is after four or five years, so not like rushing these out. But you need four books at this point. So I'm working on a spreadsheet that at least has the points value for everything at the tip of your finger, and then you can Mm -hmm. look it up from there if you need more. But uh, at least, like, that helps you with army list making. Alternatively, you could spend eight bucks per faction uh, on the war room app. Yeah, I don't... You you did that. Yeah. uh, And I'm just not... I've... I haven't, I haven't read... It doesn't have good reviews, this app. I don't like that if you wanted to play multiple factions, you're going to end up spending a lot of money. That is true. You will end up spending a lot of money for it. I found it pretty handy. I found it a good sort of alternative to um, reading. Yeah. That's what I was going to say at that point. But I've, no, I've, I've found it pretty handy. It's pretty good. Uh, but I'm, I'm only buying maybe one, maybe and it's two eight, things. Then, yeah, like let's say you want minions to put in your... Yeah, that's, that's another annoying. eight bucks. So you're yep. looking at $16 right there yep. just to start. And then if you want to do multiple actions. So I'm trying to get this spreadsheet together to at least... Uh, at least that's a bare bones things that, yeah. that we can use. And then Shane actually suggested that I add... Uh, where what which book each model came from? Yeah, that's which will make it even more of a handy. And it's nothing like I'm not like you know copying down all the information or anything like that. You're not uh, taking photos of all the cards, scanning them in. I and just <laughs> certainly do not have scans of all the cards on my computer. Yes. No, exactly. <laughs> I do not. Uh, they don't even sell those stupid cards anymore. Nope. Shane, what do you got for us? Yeah. Oh, that paper so I can remember. Uh, oh yeah. So yeah, as. Ben mentioned I'm also catching Pokemon. Um, I actually got an old Game Boy off of eBay for like 20 bucks or whatever. Okay. And so I've been actually playing the physical games. So you can get a Game Boy for 20 bucks. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. You can uh, also put a Game Boy emulator on your phone yeah. for freezies. Well, sure. But, you know, it, there's he, something about the experience. He's you playing know, it for the fucking like If you had, had that Game Boy, you would then go and order the Game Boy rather than have gotten the emulator. No, I totally would have. I totally, I'm crazy. Because, so the thing for me is, like, the, the original experience, I remember, like, way back in the day, catching them all. And, you know, you had to have 
they of course had like two different games, and yep. some of the Pokemon are only in one version or the other, mm-hmm. and so you had to trade between them. Uh-huh. And like to me, that's part of the accomplishment. And you can't you do can that. You can fucking do that with an emulator. Can you? Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see how it goes. Anyway, I'm, well, there's I'm, something I'm, about I'm already. It. There's something about. I'm already I'm with you on this one. Yeah. With, in no. my sort of hipster experience, there's something about <laughs> the uh, you know having the old sort of Game Boy. Oh, it's, no, it's not an old Game Boy. It's a no, Game Boy Advance or DS. Uh, it's this, pretty fucking I'm, I'm old now. I, I yeah, looked into this, this and found out that there's, like, all kinds of new fucking Game Boys. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm not sure when, when this... Oh, this is 2006. I think I've got one of those sitting around at home. Sweet. You should have asked me. I should have. Yeah. Oh, maybe. I'll yours I do, I do yeah. actually need a second one. So, maybe. Tom, I'll buy you a Game Boy for a No, Shane said he'd buy it for $2. Shane said $2. I'll buy it for $2 and a penny. Shane plays this game all day. What can you come back with? He's got $2 and a penny. $2.50. and a button. I don't want that. And a penny. And a penny, yes. Yes. You're in the lead. Okay, let's play this throughout the podcast and then we'll come back to it. Let's never speak of this again. What else, Shane? What else? Um, so let's see, uh, similar, so we suggested a book to each other, and you suggested Lev Grossman's Magicians, uh-huh. yeah. and I cannot put it down. It's fucking awesome! It's really awesome. Like, like, I've been, <laughs> so I'm listening to the audiobook, because I don't, like, ever find time to read, but I've got tons of time in the car, because I've got, like, a half-hour commute to work, and I've had this thing on in the shower, I've got this thing, like... I'm listening to headphones while I take the dog for a walk. Like, so, I, I cannot. I started off, sorry, there with headphones <laughs> and taking a dog, and I thought the next syllable would be ump, but it wasn't. It was the dog. No, no, it was the dog. Okay. Um, although she's doing that usually. Uh, uh, yeah. Anyway, Dogs. so yeah, uh, loving the book, um, okay. and then uh, the the other. Other thing I've been doing is this Ingress game. Yeah, me too. Yeah, now let's let's chat about this because this is something that you're you're interested in, and yeah. I'm I'm on the fence at the moment. So so the the basic idea it's a GPS based game. Um, so you know in the game you're in real life locations mm-hmm. and places with a lot of significance uh, like statues or places that people gather. And let's be real, we we live in Durham. So, two of the places I went yesterday were fountains in front of Chinese restaurants. Yep. So, yeah. I mean, let's not, like, we don't have enough cultural significance here. <laughs> what I would do. Like, it's a low bar here and there. No, but, but if you, go, you go downtown in yeah. a lot of places, and they just have, like, statues and stuff all over yeah, the place. Yeah, yeah. Da- downtown is a great place for it. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to join Ingress, and I'm going to go around the ghetto of Durham. I'm just going to put it outside of, like, a crack house and stuff like that. And then just get people <laughs> killed. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway, yeah. So you, um, those places end up being assigned as portals, they call them. Okay. And the two factions are both trying to control these portals. What are the names of the factions? Um, Green Team and Blue Team. The, the, I mean, that's what most people... That's what I They're mean. technically the Resistance is the Blue Team, and the Enlightened is the Green Team. What are you? Enlightened. Okay. Green team. Okay. <laughs> I can't remember which one that was. That's, that's, that's really that's bad. Say, I actually, um, actually, the other day I was installing it, and uh, I G-chatted Shane. I can't remember. Texted. Yeah. Somehow whatever. got in touch with Shane and was like, really quick, which faction should I join? And uh, he didn't get back to me about three or four hours. 
little did he know, I have an attention span of 15 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I response. I picked one at random, possibly yeah. locking myself in forever. Yeah. Luckily, I chose the same team. Yeah. Can, can you change literally for shame? Uh, no, I mean you'd have to like uninstall and reinstall the app and everything. Oh, no, like, that's never gonna happen. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. It's never happen. You, you basically cannot change uh, that. Big, big decision, man. Yeah. Yep, big, yep. Decision. big decision. Blue or green? Blue or green? Yeah. Um, and and yeah, I mean there's there's like a whole storyline thing with it, but most people don't actually care. Nope. Um, <laughs> and so yeah, so yeah, you claim the portals, and then if you have two portals that are both yours, you can link them together. But the links can't cross, so you know you you have to like take out other people's links if you're gonna try and make a bigger one. So it's basically um, like Ghostbusters the game. A bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. And and when you get three portals each linked to each other in a triangle, it makes a field, and that's the actual object of the game is to control the most like you know square miles. Square miles how, how, of fields. Okay. How do you break the other team's fields? Do you have to go up to them and, like, steal their phone or <laughs> hurt them in some way? No, no. Uh, the enemy portals, okay. um, you can also attack with, okay. like, XMP bursters, they call them. Lasers. Um, yeah, Lasers. Basically, so, so what does that do? More like little, like, digital bombs. Like, like you know, you, you have all these inventory items in the game. I'm sorry. And you, you, you know, walk up close to their portals and use those things to... Take out their portal. So you push a button and you find basically. Basically, yeah, you push okay. a button. Oh, I mean, that's 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 everything. Yes. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. But okay. I just sort of want to be clear: you don't actually sort of do anything physically to it. No, not really. You don't um, like take a dump on a portal or something like that because you don't <laughs> no. like. This yeah. is my territory. No, you don't. You know, that's frowned upon. Okay. You don't take dumps on portals. <laughs> okay. You heard it here first, folks. Dogs again. This is just sort of serpent back. Essentially, uh-huh. this is just yeah. You're acting. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so yeah. Anyway, it's marking your territory. Fun. Yeah. A bit like that. Yep. Yeah. Marking your territory. Okay. Um, cool. Sorry, I can see your life just drain out of your face when I mention that, Shane. <laughs> You're not interested anymore. So Ingress, folks, is very good. You should play it. I'm going to play. That'll get you back the into two it, places, right? yeah. The two places yeah. near my okay. house are a. Or, uh, it's called Perkins Orchard, but it's it's the vegetable stand down the street from nice. my house. Okay. Nice. And uh, a church. Okay. Yeah, Church, churches are popular. Why do you um, think that is? And you have to, you have to, um, well, you have to okay it. Like, you basically have to send it into Google, and they have to okay it as a site. Yeah. Okay. And I think it's supposed to be, like, uh, some kind of culture, culturally significant area. Not sure how the fucking vegetable stand uh, got in there, but I'm pretty sure they sold it as a fucking orchard. Um, <laughs> yeah. or, or, like, the fountain at the IE Fuji. I'm like, well, come so, on, bros. So, yeah, fountains almost always get in. Yeah. Um, you know, basically anything that's even remotely artistic generally gets in, statues and things like that. But the game would, but, like, yeah, basically the uh, strip mall next to my work has mm-hmm. one because it has a bell tower. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, strip mall's got a bell tower. Wow. Yeah. Also, awesome. uh, it's not. Um, but guys, it's it's kind of fun. We used to do geocaching at work. Yeah, mm-hmm. and this is like way nerdier geocaching. Yep. Geocaching though, you actually have to go and actually interact with. The thing I never do. liked that you had to find a physical object because I spent a lot of time not finding a physical yeah. object. Also, at one point, I had a coworker reach into a sewer drain and pull out a thing, and uh, I was like, oh, I'm not going to fucking reach into a sewer drain. I'm like was magnetized to the back. Oh. The sewer drain. I was like, "Well, I'm not mm-hmm. fucking doing that." So nope. Yeah, yeah, shoot boxes, laser bombs just, and shit. Yeah, yeah. much yeah. cleaner. Yeah, much cleaner. Laser bombs. Uh, and Shane, do you have anything else? Yeah. I uh, don't think so. 
Nick covers. Oh, I have been watching uh, Law and Order, like the old seasons. It's it, they've got like eight seasons on Netflix. Can is this in preparation for Girl Quest? <laughs> Drill, <laughs> Drill and Ogre. Yeah, obviously it is completely in prep. No, I just happen to be watching it. But well, that sounds terrible. Yeah, up, All right. up to season seven. Okay. All right, uh, nudes and Yeah, let's do that. You guys just jump in with your thoughts and opinions, okay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The new Archeon profile. What's an Archeon? Archeon is the uh, Warriors cast special character, like their main dude. Yeah. Uh, he, I don't think, was going to cut it in the end times with his strength five attacks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's going to have to maybe get. The rumor is he's going to get buffed up. So he's going to the gym. He's on a bike. He's, he's watching, watching DS9. Watching DS9. Yeah, he's watching DS9 and just pedaling away. Yeah. Fast as he can. Alright, uh, Cult of Slanesh for Dark Elves with new unit and Chaos Demons. Hang on, you didn't... Oh, so the only rumors we've got on Archeon is that he's just going yeah, to the possibly gym. Possibly new, uh, new profile, new model. Okay. Okay? Yep. Okay. Uh, Cult of Slanesh for Dark Elves with a new unit and Chaos Demons. Uh, I think that'd be pretty interesting. This is why I don't... I don't want to really get into working on my Dark Elves because I'm not sure what they're if they're going to be elfed. Mm-hmm. Or if they're going to maybe become part of a Chaos Army. If that happens, if there's a consolidation of armies, um, they're at a stage in their painting where I could easily recolor some of them. Yeah. And it would be okay, but if I do a ton of work on them, that's really going to piss me off. Plus the basing needs to match whatever army they go into if it's consolidated. So until I have an idea... Like yeah, if they're gonna if they're gonna like maybe become like part of a chaos type army, allied to a chaos type army, that's one thing. Uh, if it's they become part of piles and what else, it's completely different. Different Hello, fish. Yeah. So uh, that this is kind of one of the things that's worrying. Uh, chaos monolith for Nurgle with warriors and demons united. Um, Actually, yeah. all for this. Like, basically, if there's a consolidation of armies, I think the chaos going back to being one book. Yeah, is that's that's the obvious. Thing for you yeah. Yeah. and also, yeah, I quite like it from modeling type perspective as well. Let's see, uh, bringing back some old chaos warrior characters such as Van Horseman, Arvale, and uh, Tony Baloney. Tony <laughs> Baloney. I can't remember the guy's name that brings... Ar- Archibald well, Helbrass Hel- or something. Acold Helbrass. Yeah, I like that. He is... Archibald. Archibald. Archibald Hellcast. Hellcast. Uh, the uh, guy that brings stuff back to life. 
True story. His um, original model is one of the best models in Warhammer ever. Is it? Yeah. Like you haven't seen it? it? I think I have. I just not off the top of my head. Yeah, no. A called uh, Hellbarras. Archibald. Oh, yeah. I called him Hellbra because that's how I roll. Oh, that is really good. Yeah, no, this, yeah. this is... Uh, oh, I can do that. That's yeah. pretty cool. <laughs> that paint job is pretty sweet. Yeah, he's All painted rainbows. rainbows, yeah. No, yeah. he's the... Um, he's the guy with the flowers and shit. Yeah, everywhere he walks, um, flowers pop up. Sweet. So, so that's very, that's yeah. very chaos. Mm-hmm. True nature of Zinch. If right. you were a chaos... Um, if you had to follow a chaos uh, god, Shane, which one would it be and why? Uh, I think I would probably have to go with Slanish because mm-hmm. they have the best parties. Sexy times. Yeah. Um, yeah. For me, uh, just given my general slobbishness, it's Nurgle. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Deadly corn, guys. Deadly corn is the way to go. Yeah. Fucking simple. I really like showering and also not killing people, so neither of those really do it. For I'm me. pretty sure you kill people fucking regardless. <laughs> I'm fairly you. certain the way this works is you kill people. Yeah, but, but when you're following Slanish, you're so high you don't even know about it. No. Did you just say you kill people fucking? Because I think that's the whole deal. Yeah, 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 that's I think. Yeah, yeah. 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 I think you do know about it. Yeah, uh-huh. and you are way into it. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right, ninth edition, first quarter of summer 2015. That's a weird. Yeah, set, that's set, odd. Set, set, set. I think in the sense of summer 2015, early summer 2015, that seems incredibly likely. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, that, I'm kind of really frozen up on, like, GW right now. Just, like, I'm happy to play the game, I'm just, like, not doing any GW. Like, I may, like, expand out my Wood Elves a little bit with stuff yeah. I already have, stuff like that, but I'm just really hesitant to do any end-time stuff or yeah. project. So six months more window... Uh, Six months, next six months is window releases at end of time. Yeah. Three more books, uh, around 13 special character units, uh, more plastic kits, etc., etc. So uh, just, what, what would you expect to see? Well, I mean, Skaven, Beastmen, and Bretonians, one would hope. I don't think we're going to see any of that. Yeah. No, I, I, think it's, I think it's I all end times. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, we, could get, we could get end times Bretonia. That's what. Here's, here's my so question. Remember, I think it's supposed to be Archaeon and then Elves and then Skaven are the yeah. next three. Hmm. My sort of bit where I'm interested is if they do end up sort of um, getting a Bretonian book out, or indeed Skaven or Beastman, what will that look at? Like, will it actually reference Nagash? And here's here's my issue. If like the Bretonian book came out in November, I would be really like, and I've been dying for that book forever. Yeah. I'd be really hesitant about it. Yeah. Because of the fact that I don't know where shit's like. Yeah, I have yeah. a feeling they're taking stuff in a pretty radically different direction. Yeah. They're they're actually going to come out with a book that just says Bretonia's dead. Yeah. Like, and then it's just like. Fifty blank pages. It's Fifty-five dollars, obviously, and uh, yeah, it's just, which is a steal. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is going to be collectors' item, dude. These days. Um, mm. So are we, let's see. Uh, Sword of Cain, plastic big kit, what? wielded by an old elven friend or foe. Mm. Uh, mm. Maybe like a Sword of Cain. So I'm thinking like a new Malekith kit would yeah. be a good thing to have. A new, uh, I hear, a new Chaos Dragon kit with yeah. uh, Van Horseman. On it, riding it. That'd be a good kit. He always used to be a cool dude, it did Van Horseman. I like the, um, back in 4th edition, uh-huh. he had the Sword of Change back then, which uh, caused people to sort of um, 
Tony's spawn and pretty easily. Uh, I remember one of the old white dwarfs I read, he was playing some dwarfs and he turned. What's the uh, boss man on the. Um, Thorgrim? Yeah, turned him into a spawn. Ah, good ship. I wish that actually happened to all dwarfs and evil play dwarfs. <laughs> Controversial. You say that on Wargamers USA. I'm not talking about Warhammer. Guys. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow. Yeah, you just, me. just just people no, yeah, Warhammers USA. I feel like I feel like uh, the Wargamers USA Montague is either the most brilliant troll of all time, <laughs> or is a man who legit cannot think outside his army. Okay, he's <laughs> like, how does this affect dwarves? That's how I'm. That's how. That's my argument. Um, classic Vermin Lord. Uh, Lord of Change yes. slash Nakari, special character. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I'm so down for a plastic vermin lord. I gotta say that'd be pretty. Yeah, I feel like the plastic greater demons and yeah. the plastic vermin lord would be really fucking sweet. That would make sense. Uh, yeah. The cast release is supposedly a six week release, one week for each chaos god, two weeks for the campaign specific minis. Uh, include dual kits for 40k and Warhammer Fantasy Battle, which is uh, and. So that major demons. Yeah, so that points to demons rather than real. Maybe they'll do the demons for the four weeks and then um, the warriors for the other two, perhaps? Yeah. Um, you heard it here, folks? Well, it says, uh, it says the other kits are probably Archeon and his lieutenants, as we saw with the Nagash wave. Yeah. And then a uh, fancy End Times book set that no one, uh, that is way overpriced. Yeah. Of course, so this is after Dark Eldar, so October 4th. And we'll start seeing the stuff. So a couple is that a couple of weeks? Uh, it's a couple of weeks. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. see how that goes. We'll be able to talk about it next time. Yeah, we will so, be. That's, uh, I don't. Know. I mean, I'm just. I'm torn, really torn. I think the stuff is really interesting. I think it's incredibly well done. Yeah. Uh, but it's just to me, it leaves me so unsure of where they're going with Warhammer Fantasy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's. It, I just don't want to start a big. I was thinking. I was like. I was like, well, I don't want to work in my Dark Elves because I'm just not sure where they're going with that. All right. And then I was like, well, I have orcs. I'd love to start my big orc project. I don't know what they're going to do with... Like, I just am, like, really frozen up. It's, mm-hmm. it's a deer in headlights thing. Weird thing from a marketing perspective because, like, they're releasing the stuff that implies there's going to be a huge change. Everyone knows a new edition is coming. And if there is a huge change, nobody really wants to invest. So they're putting out new products that nobody's really sure if they want. And it's... I I'm mean, afraid that things will not be usable. Yeah, exactly. Like, like I mean, Nagash, like, he's actually pretty reasonably priced for a model of that size, but not as reasonably priced for a model that no tournament in its right mind is going to allow. Um, which is why, of course, we'll allow it at some point in the Atomic <laughs> Empire, because we're not in our right minds. Um, but... Yeah, it's... He'd be, like, a cool thing in a scenario. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, on an Atomic Empire. Then, then then, I just need to buy one for each table. One, yeah. Put them all together. Yep. Get those chess clocks out. Yep, yep. <laughs> you know, now you're spending at least $300 a table. Definitely. You're fine. Good to go. Definitely. Um, yeah, it's... it's uh, I don't know. GW, we'll see. you know? We'll see. I, yeah. I, 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 the Swedish confidants, they're not adding it to Swedish Comp for now. They're waiting until all the End Times books are out, and then they're going to evaluate and see what the scene looks like. Yeah. Uh, which helps me because it uh, settles the question of will Grail Quest allow Nagash very firmly 
Yeah. Uh, because if not in the Swedish cop, yeah. then no. Was, yeah. was there ever really a question? There was never really no. a question, but I mean, it makes it, like, very easy for me to say no. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, yep. No, like, it's it's inarguable the other way. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. All right, let's talk about the main topic, which is basically that. Uh, yeah, well, uh, what, we got anything else in New Terrors? Yeah, that's it for fucking New Terrors, bro. All right, okay, cool. It's a 15-minute video, to be fair. Oh, it is. It is pretty yeah. We can't do that. Yeah. We could have watched fucking Bikini Sports Pongin. That's true. We could have. I can, I can even send you an audio file. Yeah, maybe you should send me an audio file, and I'll... Um, I'll stick, stick it in there? That's what she said. <laughs> yeah. Let's fucking talk about this Girl Quest practice tournament. Yeah, absolutely. Shane, you ran it. I did. Thoughts? Uh, give, us, give us the background. How did you prepare for this? Well... I emailed you uh-huh. and asked you how Grill Quest works, mm-hmm. and you said, "Look at the freaking players packet." I did. And I did. Mm-hmm. It's possible that I did that, and then I copied that. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, other than that, you know, timers on TVs and stuff. Okay. Yeah. All the usual junk. And so you use the random scenarios. Yep. Yep. You used the uh, monsters and shit like that. Yeah. And we only added the points in at the end, right? The cop points? Uh, no. Or no, during, we, we only we added the cop points the to, to each game. Yeah. Gotcha. So, and because it was only three uh, games instead of six. Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, Tom and I showed up. Tom's super psyched. Tom, tell us about your list. Fuck. Now you put me on the spot. I can't remember. Um, I think I had my 14.7 Ogre List, which I can vaguely remember here. It's got a Tyrant with four up ward, sort of anti-heroes, other tricksters. Uh, level three, Slaughter Master with more, uh, five up ward, maybe. Um, Bruiser, BSB, 4-Up Ward, uh, Butcher, Level 2 Heavens with Dispel Scroll and Ruby Ring, and then 6 Ogres, uh, 8 Iron Guts, 6 Man Eaters with pistol, Dual Pistols, uh, Poison and Stubborn, and Flaming Banner. Uh, then, what else do I have? Uh, Spitty Hydra. Hydra with venom, spit venom, 
uh, three trolls and three units of two saber tusks. That's likely coming up to uh, all I had in my list. So, yeah, uh, it was a list that I'd played a couple times and quite liked. The trolls, I think, were sort of shoehorned in a bit. Um, but um, every game that I played up, up to that point, the Hydra was the definite MVP by Miles. Very, very good in that list. So, yep, that's what I was running. Okay, I brought a um, Wood Elves, and I had a level 4 Shadow uh, with a Moonstone and a uh, Spell Scroll. I have a level 1 Beasts with uh, just a MR3. Yep. I have a Waystalker um, with the bow of Lauren. I have a Shadow Dancer with a Potion of Strength. And I got four units of ten Glade Guard, uh, all with armor piercing mm-hmm. arrows, arrows. I have uh, a unit of Wild Riders, six of them, oh. shields. A unit of War Dancers, seven of them, seven or eight of them, I can't remember. Whatever the comp uh, allows for it best. Yeah. Uh, nothing special about them. Um, something else. Oh, I have a unit of 28. Uh, Oh my god, I, I hate that it all starts with W. That's what drives me absolutely nuts about this army. The camp, uh, Wildwood Rangers. Wildwood okay. Rangers. And then two units of five Waystalkers, an Eagle. And then uh, for my monsters, I had a Hippogriff. A Whippogriff? Yeah, and the Hippogriff, is, I have um, Devastating Charge, plus one strength in the charge, and Armor Piercing. Yeah. Well, for about 100, 150, 175 points, something there. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, what was this set? Fen Beasts, maybe? One, a single Fen Beast. Singular Fen Beast. Singular Fen Beast, just to chat people up with. Yeah. So, uh, luckily, we played each other first round. Yeah, so we had to talk. MG, just randomly, using Shane's random system of randomness. It's totally yeah. random. Totally random, guys. Was it because we were close in comp school? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I, yeah, my it comp was, was 15.2, and yeah. I had the highest comp. There, yeah. or the second highest count there. I can't remember which. I think it was the highest. Yeah, yeah, it was the highest count of fifteen point two, which I was a little surprised about. Yeah, but it happened, guys. And so mm-hmm. we played. We did. Tom, tell us about our game. I remember that you uh, vanguarded some wild wood uh, wild riders up, yep. which I shot off the board. Yeah, I made like a really stupid. I had a poor deployment. Uh, which is what happens early in the morning sometimes, and then I vanguarded up to get shot for like no, reason. no good like, reason. I, like as soon as I did it, I was like, oh god. Yeah. Um, and then I shot your flanks off. You shot my flanks off. And you had a big center unit of Iron Gun, your Death Star. Yep. That oh yeah, that sort of headed up the middle of the table, then mm-hmm. got caught. Um, basically, um, I charged something I shouldn't have, well, and got caught. I, I'm trying to. This is where, by you know, we're we're sort of trying. Are we going by? I don't want to reveal your no, secrets. No, fuck it. Fuck know. it. No, yeah. Sure. It's not, not, a, not a big secret. Uh, Tom charged his Death Star into my War Dancers. Yeah. I had previously removed uh, all of Tom's shooting. Yeah. At this point, and had moved my characters out of my war dancers behind them. Yeah. Uh, my war dancers were in the woods, so they were getting all their cool woods bonuses. Woods. And I uh, then 
gave them a little sexy uh, mind raiser. Sexy times yeah. with mind raiser. And that was that. That was game. Tom. Yep. That was game. Uh, I was felt like you were, you were like really rolling along and really excited. And then yeah, no, that, I enjoyed our game. That and uh, I dancing a three up ward and hitting you at strength nine and yeah, nonsense uh, shredded. So yeah, uh, I got a fifteen five there. I think it was a twelve eight or something like that, and then I picked up some bonus points. So well, no, because I lost a lot of my army. I, I did like there were three or four points in the game. I was really angry with myself over doing stupid shit. And yeah. I kept like losing units just based on like doing really dumb things. No, it wasn't. I, I, Maybe you should have got more points then, because I only got five. I know I only got five. Oh, it was 15-5. Oh, no, it was a 15-5 and I got a 20, because I picked up five. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. That's what it was, which was actually the best finish uh, out of anybody who put me in first place to start with. Mm -hmm. Um, And I expect, expect like, Collins, uh, and then instead, Marcus came hard-charging with the Orcs. Yeah. Uh, And out of all, there were... Couple matchups I really don't want. I, mean, I don't want Corey's eight T five flyer uh, <laughs> Air Force dwarf army. That, that army is I awesome. Desperately yeah. do not want to play against that. And uh, I didn't. I don't particularly like playing against high toughness hordes. Uh, that's a real bummer for me too. So yeah, uh, who did you get second round? Um, Sandler. Okay. So let's talk about our lunch. It was very exciting. We went to the burger place. Cookout. Mm. Is it cookout? That's I where we went. To we? Cookout. we went to cookout. It was very delicious. Everybody got to go. Everybody sang Kumbaya. It was <laughs> a lot of fun. I talked a lot of shit to Marcus, as God intended. And yeah. we went back, and Tom was like, let's start drinking. So we yeah. did. <laughs> Had some of the old strong citrus porter. Oh, citrus stout. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it was good stuff. Yeah, I think it's a stout. Yeah. It's, it's delicious. It was very, very good. Um, yeah, so I played Sarna. Um, he was running his uh, demons. And previously I'd played him um, and done okay. I got a draw out of the game with a slight... My list was sort of slightly... Um, slightly different. His list was slightly different as well. And, yeah, no, this one... God, I can't even remember what happened. I know it was sort of close up until the last couple of rounds. And, yeah, I think he ended up wiping most of my stuff on the table. I really, like... Now I can't actually remember this tournament, <laughs> which is handy for the uh, podcast. You're doing my best. Yeah, exactly. You've, so you've basically blocked it out this point. Blocked it. I, I do remember a bit more about the third game, but that game, no. I know he got a solid victory. Um, I maybe got uh, three, three, somewhere between three and six points uh, right. out there. Um, yeah, didn't didn't set the world on fire. So. Um, yeah, by by the game, uh, uh, the last game, I was sitting uh, on the bottom table. Okay. Um, yeah, so. That's exciting. Yeah. Uh, I, on the other hand, hit Marcus in those damn orcs. He had a big block of Savage Orcs, a medium block of Savage Orcs. <laughs> yes. Um, a million fucking war machines. Yep. Of various orkiness. Yep. Um, I remember this. 
This was he had the lowest comp army in the tournament. He did, but it was only a thirteen. It, it, was, it wasn't. It, was it wasn't awesome. sort of crazily. You know, it wasn't a ten. But that allowed me to start up two hundred and twenty points too, which actually yeah. mattered. Yeah. Uh, and he had. Uh, let's see. Uh, you know, bunch of chaff, bunch of shitty chaff, trolls, and stupid fucking annoying shit. And then he had an Arachnorock spider mm-hmm. uh, for his monster, and some other shitty piece of chaff. Uh, so lots of shit. Just, just the general. It's like the standard orc army. Yes. I mean, like let's, let's not kid ourselves. Plus an Arachnorock. So uh, I was very worried about this, and I got super excited on turn one. Irresistible force. Uh, or he, somehow he got either Irresistible force or failed to dispel fucking foot of cork. And he put it on my unit with uh, my general, my level four general, yeah. and my ward answers. And they have a three up. They had magic resistance. They got a three up ward against magic. Yeah. They don't care. Well, that foot of cork just goes off repeatedly over and over and over yeah. until he stomps through enough of the three-up ward yeah. to get me down to uh, less than five rank and file. Uh, and then he fucking uh, stone throwers my level four out, fails his ward save, wow. kills him before I get to do anything. Yeah. I, think it, I think it took two stones, didn't it? It did take two stones, yeah. It he, did. he caught the first one, but, yeah. but he was off balance. And so I got him. then I basically Bulls. started shitting all over Marcus for like the next... Uh, two and a half hours and I, I was like I'm kidding and a couple times he maybe thought I wasn't kidding so we had to work that out afterwards <laughs> that uh, I was just giving him a hard time about his cheesy works um, <laughs> they're overpowered I hear these days super overpowered yes yeah um, so uh, yeah rocks were dropped uh, I was a little little devastated to that point yeah. but I had I had wild riders sitting in his backfield I had other things running around yeah so I wasn't too upset um, about that and uh, the big things I managed to do were I killed all the war machines I killed all the little units and basically let he had you know he had his characters and most of his characters in like a 40 man savage orc unit I just couldn't do shit about that no you're not going to get those so, I fed him all the little points I could. Yeah. There. I did make a mistake. I thought that I could rear charge my hippogriff and uh, charge my hippogriff into the rear of the Arachnorok, and he just turned around and, like, one-shot it. <laughs> so, uh, whoops. Learned, learned a lot there. Uh, but generally didn't give up a whole ton of points otherwise, and uh, it ended up being a draw. Yeah, so you're I'm looking forward to seeing the battle report online from his perspective. Yeah, uh, I was really surprised. It, it was because I was up a couple hundred points to begin with. Yes, yeah. and that was a huge swing for me. So uh, I think that kept it in about a hundred fifty point difference at the end. Got it. And I actually picked up one of the uh, the big objective there was to put one of your core units into the other opponent's deployment zone, and that's tricky for me since my core units are Glade Guard. Yeah, <laughs> I, uh, I was I was hell bent on getting those points, <laughs> and uh, managed to manage to drive again during the last three turns. Uh, march like just force march a unit of glade guard through enemy lines yeah. over and over till it till it crossed over that twelve inch line, and I was super psyched that uh, that went down. Um, and I, I can't remember the exact points I got there. I want to say it was probably like fourteen or fifteen. Cool. There, and that actually put me up. 
Um, pretty high. I think there were a lot of like small wins yeah. and draws there. And that, between my first round and my second round, put me at number one, at the number one spot for the tournament. So you're playing on the top table? Playing on the top table, and Last I game. was expecting to run into Collins. Collins was expecting to run into me because he had gotten a big win yep. in round two. Not big enough because Paul Lester came charging in. Lester. And uh, he had uh, uh, annihilated his opponent. Yeah. Got it, gave him the big uh, 20, like 25-0. Yeah, sure. And um, the thing is, well, I'll let you do your game. Yeah, so uh, I, I think Pori streams at this point. Um, yeah, whilst uh, you were up on the, uh, on the top table playing first, I was trying to avoid uh, going uh, 0-3 in the yeah. tournament. We uh, came across uh, Mr. Uh, Russell Simpson. He'd made it up from uh, Fayetteville, and um, he was playing his Warriors army. Uh, he had a Lord on a Chaos Dragon, just in his army, which I thought was neat. Yeah. Uh, he uh, was just running that. He had some Warriors. Uh, he had Hellstriders, uh, Marauders, Chariots, sort of the normal, you know, the swift Chaos Army now, you know, that you see with, with a few sort of um, things thrown in there. As I say, the... Um, the dude on the Chaos Dragon was the, the big sort of um, uh, a, a change to sort of standard lists. And that was cool. I mean, um, so i got to say, at this point, I'm sitting on maybe eight points at the tournament, mm-hmm. if, if that. Okay. Um, so you're eyeing the number one spot. So I, I realise that it, that's definitely not going to happen. Yeah, as in the gold belt. Anyway, so the, the basically, I, I started off uh, the first two kind of rounds in the game. It looked okay. It didn't look too bad. Um, I thought things were going my, you know, uh, taking some stuff off in terms of his chaff. I was getting ready to, to, to start up some charges and stuff like that. It, once, once the Chaos Line hit, you know, that wave hit, it went through my army fairly quickly. Mm. Um at this point, I was trying to be the best sort of sport like good, uh-huh. but my sort of enthusiasm, and this is what we talked about earlier, my enthusiasm for Warhammer, sort of, with each model I was taking off, just was just waning. It so was you're just, a little bitch, kind of. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Mm. Um, I, I, like, Russ was a great guy and I enjoyed playing him, but I can't say that I... Um, Enjoyed coming last at the tournament. Russell, will you write us in and tell us what you thought of Tom? As, yeah, as, feel as free. If, if I was being a dick about it, tell me. Absolutely. Because uh, nobody likes that. I, but, uh, if, if I was, I do apologize. I doubt you were a dick. But if I was, tell me. I don't mind. Oh, I do. I will. Well, uh, so you, you were being a dick. So I was playing Paul. Uh, Can Paul, can we tell, get you to write in and ask Ben if Ben was being a dick? I actually wrote Paul an email the next day, and I was like, I, you were a really great opponent. Uh, because Paul was running Bretonians, and uh, my army is designed to just destroy high armor save mm-hmm. armies. Uh, absolutely shred them, especially like T3. Yeah. Uh, two up armor save. There's just no way. Um, the one thing he had that I was actually a little nervous about, he had a cursed Etten. Um, yeah. Which scout? It was basically a T six scout, uh, big monster that could come in, and I was a little worried about being able to handle that if he placed it uh, in a in an awkward place for me, like the back of a Volkswagen. Um, so, so, uh, it's just a terrible joke. Okay. Um, so it's from Walrats. Uh, it's from Walrats. Yeah, it's from Walrats. Uh, okay. It's, anyway. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, definitely terrible. It's, he's going to try to screw her somewhere very uncomfortable. What? Like the back of a Volkswagen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, definitely. Anyway. <laughs> oh, I get it now. Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah. Uh, very rude. Oh, okay. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, I'm getting tired. Uh, let's see. So Paul, Paul set up. Paul had like three lances. Uh, he set up in the middle of the board. Yeah. He had a trebuchet, and um, I threw some scouts down. Uh, I threw one of my units of two way watchers. I threw them down behind the trebuchet. There was just enough space. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, in in response, he put the cursed Etten down, facing okay. kind of backwards from the rest of his army to take care of those scouts. And I was really happy about that because it felt like it removed the threat. It was going to take three yeah. or four turns before that end was going to be any kind of issue. And by then, I could really mop up... Focus the uh, fire. I could focus the fire mm-hmm. on the lances. Yep. So this is what I did. Yep. Focus fire on the lances, put Jap in front of it, mm-hmm. uh, went and fucked up the trebuchet yep. with the hippogriff. Yep. Um... And uh, and that was that. He, yeah, he kind of came forward, and he just couldn't couldn't get through my chaff quickly enough. The arrows were hit, and I think I irresistible forced a wither on one of the lances, and just chewed through it. Yeah, uh, and he just couldn't handle all the shooting that was coming his way. Couldn't handle uh, it. No. Yeah, and then um, I charged. I think the remainder of his lance. Uh, he had a you know the lance full of characters. Yep. I charged those with a mind razor uh, unit of war dancers again and shoot through those guys. Or it might have been actually mind razor archers. Regardless. Wow. Uh, Either way, you don't want to be messing with archers. Mind razor. Yeah. Um, no, it helps. Basic elves with mind razor yeah, is a very, very good uh, unit. So put that in there and then uh, uh, I. Uh, the Etten eventually came around, and I put the uh, I put a unit of wild rangers into it. And then when they looked like they were being dumb, I put uh, the wild riders into the side. Also, yeah, the wild riders were as always an MVP. They took out one of the lances by themselves, just by uh, hitting the lance in the rear. One of the small lances in the rear on turn one or two. Yeah, and, uh, and it. just. Crunching him, killed like seven knights. Seven on the charge in one blow. In one blow. Yeah, it's crazy bananas. Crazy bananas, indeed. All right, all right. So we've got a special guest who's joined us. Oh yeah, why Sarah the Bear? Hey Sarah, Uh, she's here to tell us. She just woke up from two and a half hour nap. Uh, She has, which I wish I could have a two and a half hour nap. Me too. She (laughs) has uh, some creases on her face from all that napping. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. And she knows more about Beastmen than any Beastman alive. Yeah. The the world's youngest Beastman player. Yeah. And Beastman award winning champion. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. so yeah. Uh, Tell us uh, so so obviously you went on and won the event and then we won the your... event, uh, won a million dollars in yeah. prize support from Atomic Empire. Yeah. Shane gave my baby a knife. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> again. 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 Um, I guess my question would be, what, what did you like about your list? What did you, do, you, do you have any sort of things you want to change? or? Um, if I had time, my list, I would change my list up. It would be more mobile. Okay. Um, I don't 
foresee being able to paint enough to really change my list around. Yeah. But what I think I think my list is a good like four and two list. It's yeah. got a good shot at a four and two with a high paint score and a pretty good sportsmanship score, hopefully. So I think I'll do uh, I'm shooting for like a top ten finish. Shooting for and top with 10 the finish. right matchups I can go higher. With the wrong matchups it can be a train wreck for me. Yeah. Uh, it's definitely it's definitely a list built on um, matchup dependency. Yeah, sure. So we'll see how it goes overall. I don't I mean, like, T3 things, love that. Mm-hmm. Uh, high armor, love that. But stuff like orcs, it's just going to tear my shit up. Yeah. So, so, Shane, you know what to do. Mm-hmm. Come uh, Grow Quest time, you're in charge of the war school, right? Uh, I don't know. Probably. Yeah. Nothing but orcs. Nothing That's but orcs. I, mean, I say that, but I ran this army at Southern Assault and mm-hmm. came in third overall. Yeah. Uh, and played... Three of my matchups were awful. Okay. Were yeah. Lizardmen, Hordes, and Orc Hordes. Ooh, yeah. Uh, and I still managed to go four and one. So it's not just about the army, so, folks. It's man, about the man behind it. It's yeah, yeah, and that's, I mean, a lot of that was, like, again, like playing Marcus, like, it was playing for that draw. Yeah. Kept me in it. It's, it's just, also, I, I just have to work really hard. Also, all the psychological games you play. Yeah. I do apparently, I've been told, play a lot of psychological bullshit games. Yeah, that's what it is. Uh, during, during my Warhammer games, which I think is just unfair, guys. I Tom, you accused me of this on Tuesday. I did, yeah. You what, did you, did. So what, did you, what did I do to you? What did you think uh, I did? No, you, you did some mind stuff. I told you you were doing a good job. Or yeah, you were doing you told a bad me, job. No, you told me that I was doing, playing well or something like that. Uh-huh. And, then, and then you panicked. Yeah, then and that's what it was. Yeah. I had to go and excuse myself. Um, but no, uh, for me, I don't think the army was... Army list was that terrible, but I think I will be making some changes to it. Yeah, might just go wholesale gunline now. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to look into um, sort of what these beta uh, Swedish comp things mm-hmm. are, how much they uh, leeway they allow me. Because if so, I'm just gonna ramp up the um, shooting in that thing. Just yeah. really go all out shooting. Yeah. So I know with my list that I'm really still like I really was not sold on the hippogriff. Yeah. I didn't do much, I don't think. In, did it do anything? I can't remember what the hell it did. Oh, in your game it died. It, I flank charged like two trolls. Yeah, and it died. And it died. Uh, then in Marx's game I rear charged a spider and it died. Yeah. Uh, and in Paul's game I killed the trebuchet with it, but so could an eagle. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And then... Uh, I, I think it may have been involved in, like, a big combat with a foregone conclusion at some point. Sure, yeah, yeah. And I thought about attacking the Cursed Etten with it, and nope, the fuck out of there. Yeah, so he's just... It's almost like, I have something that does D6 wounds, and I was like, well, then... No, thanks. No, thank you. Um, yeah, absolutely. So, I'm not sold on that, but I didn't really expect to be sold on I'm more, I'm more interested in the fact that I own the uh, Lewin Leon Core model... You want to do something? Uh, I mean, with it. It's one of the first. I think it is the first Warhammer model I ever bought. Yeah, uh, and I've never painted it. It's been primed, sitting in my closet for years. And I thought with uh, Warhammer Eighth Edition at a time, shit, it's time to break that bad boy out, paint him up, and give him a use. Yeah. So, I, if anything, I'd like to get better at using that particular model. Sure. I seem to have chosen really poor 
uh, waits for it to die. <laughs> All the time. Although I think I should have... I, the thing with the trolls, it should have gone in my favor, and you made like nine regens out of ten. Or something I did, like yeah. That was the one, one game like they did something pretty good. Out. Yeah, they did something yeah. pretty good in there. So, so uh, yeah, it's just, that's got to go a little bit. i got to work on that Yeah, yeah. quite a bit. So... I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I'm happy with that. And the singular Fen Beast is a really good uh, piece of chaff. Yeah, it's, it's a super annoying piece of chaff to put in somebody's face. Yeah, exactly. Because uh, it's going to hold. Generally, if it's placed well, it's going to hold somebody up for at least a turn and then possibly a lot. Yeah, depending uh, on what you Depending bring. on the region saves yeah. and if they, how they roll, it can just hold them and hold them and hold them. Yeah, so, exactly. Uh, I enjoyed that. Uh, I enjoyed the tournament. All three of my opponents were awesome. Yeah. Um, I picked up, but I ended up picking up some War Machine stuff at the end of it uh, with my prize money. Yeah. And that's kind of, that's the other thing we're going to talk to you. Um, we got a couple emails or messages where people are like, so or what are you like super going to be into War Machine now? Uh, my answer is yes. Uh, well, Ben's no, is different. It, it, I, absolutely not. No. Um, I just think my time on Tuesdays is really short uh, and variable. Mm-hmm. So I need a game that plays in under an hour. Yeah. Uh, I also, because I'm unsure of where Warhammer's going, I don't want to start big projects or work on big projects there. And But I need to compulsively like paint and model. It's just something I do. It's how I relax. So uh, I'm still playing Warhammer. I mean, that's my main game. Uh, I need uh, basically a hobby outlet yeah. that isn't potentially just wasting time, which is what I'm worried about with Warhammer. Yeah. Right now that I'd be I'd be doing stuff that would not do me any good. Um, so what's what's your experience so far with this starting the Warhammer with starting the War Machine up? What's what's like your experience, Tombo and Shane Bo? Uh, yeah, Shane's you haven't had a game yet, have you said? No, you've uh, demo game. Well yeah, yeah I guess you've played the demo, demo game. Yeah. It was fun. Okay. Um, I'm looking forward to trying out ports. Um, because, you know, we for the demo game, we did two War Machine armies. Yeah. Um, and I'm definitely intrigued by the, the, the Fury system with hordes, so... It's, yeah. it's a little sort of... It took me a while to... Well, it took me... I still don't think I've got the exact hang of it, but it uh, took me certainly uh, until about midway through the second game to really get into a groove with it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's certainly different, and it's... I, I Again, like Ben, I like the speed of it. I like the fact that you can... And I was skeptical about it, but uh, it seems like at least at 15 points, which is probably the same amount of models on the table as Malifaux, yeah. you can get in there with, uh, yeah, we played it in about 45 minutes, I think, our game. Yeah, if yeah that, it could have gone, I think if we had both known what we were doing, it yeah, could have gone way, way, way quicker. quicker. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I'm looking forward to scaling up a bit as well to get some units involved and actually sort of getting some of the other techniques involved. Um but uh, no, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was it was good. I like the fact about it that um, in war in Warhammer, and this is again probably because of how I play. Sort of once a unit, and, and probably because of the army I play as well. Once a unit or two goes down, then for, for me at least, I find it tricky to come back into a position whereby I can actually either guarantee a draw or you know. Um, get anything sort of out of the game. Mm-hmm. Whereas this, there's still even with one person left on your side, you can still sort of finagle. If you if you play your cards right, you can still finagle a wing by killing the other person's caster. 
So I quite like that aspect to it. Yeah. Um, as I say, with the game, that, the second game that we played, it was, and I don't know, it's sort of about, for me it feels like almost like puzzle solving or problem solving mm-hmm. uh, a bit in the, okay, I've got to get to this caster to, to win the game. So how, what are the options that I've got in this situation yeah, to go ahead and you, do it? You have to fully run through everything one unit does before you move on to another unit. Yeah. So there's definitely, yeah, there's definitely like a puzzle yeah. aspect of like, how do I activate to make a chain of events happen? Yeah. I think I quite like, I think, I don't know, that somehow works out more in my brain rather than the grander scope of Warhammer perhaps. I don't know. Um, but it, it certainly... Yeah, it did. I quite enjoyed that one. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm excited to, to get the rest of my stuff um, put together. I've got my couple of Trollkin champions that I'm working on today, and then once my metal stuff comes in, I will be up to 25 points, which is awesome. Yeah, how's so, the how's the uh, how are you enjoying the models? I don't. I hate the. Um, I, I like the models when they're finished uh-huh. and put together, but uh, putting them together is an absolute pain in the ass. Yeah. Uh, I can't sugarcoat that or make it in any way seem fun because it's not for me. I like my stuff to be able to, you know, get it together quickly and get it into a position where I can paint it quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, and this, like for example, like a, a unit Vogas, to get it sort of um, cleaned, mold line cleaned. And ready to go. Six ogres would probably take me an hour and a half, maybe. Okay. This I spent maybe an evening this week uh, just doing one Trollkin champion, and it took me the same amount of time. Absolutely vicious, vicious mold lines. Yeah, it's mold lines, and it's also I was talking to somebody about this on Tuesday. The mold lines, and you you know this, the mold lines go over the most inappropriate places. Mm-hmm. They go over faces. They go yeah, over yeah, like... The um, plastic Sorsha model has yeah. a mold line on, just like down the middle of her face. Yeah. And like, also, this isn't like, I mean, this is a really delicately small yeah. model. Like, you're gonna remove detail. Yeah. I left a lot of the mold line there because I felt like it was either not have a face... Yep. Also, you have to use. I don't generally use knives to remove mold lines. Yeah. I use um, files. You need to use and knives. You have to use a knife yeah. for this, which I've already sliced my. Uh, oh, I've got all sorts of done. yeah. I've got yeah. all sorts of things on my. What you do is you just paint that mold line. It's like a scar going through the face. I and think that would have probably been the best bet. For yeah. Extortion, yeah. Yeah. Like that because it but, was right. just in a miserable design spot. It's also, it's, it's not just faces, it's sort of like, you know, the, the folks on the Trollblers, they have like buckles where they connect their uh, glass right. on. yeah, it's on the details. And it's on the details, yeah. yeah. And so you're yeah. sort of not sure, ever sure whether, oh, you're scraping off a mold line or you're scraping off the details. On so. the Legion, it's on the um, carapace. Yeah. And there's tons of overlapping pieces of carapace, so you're trying to remove tiny bits of mold line yeah. on each separate piece of carapace that are, you know, maybe... Uh, half a millimeter yeah yeah exactly yeah so what I'm doing with my troll what I may do end up doing with the actual troll uh, characters and stuff like that mm-hmm. just um, I may end up sort of weathering the metals on them and sure. making it sort of look a bit battered so you know whenever they have a chunk and stuff out of them because you're inevitably going to do it mm-hmm. it, it'll look a bit more sort of natural um, so mm-hmm. yeah so but otherwise uh, let's say the modeling experience the, the actual sort of putting stuff together not fun but actually 
painting them, I've had a blast. They, yeah, the painting's yeah. great. Uh, I, I, there's been a lot of models I've had. The basically the protectorate kit, yeah, that I've had, I've had no real problems with. Yeah, uh, it's been the the Cador stuff, Cador stuff, yes, yeah. and the um, <laughs> sorry, uh, the um, some of the Legion stuff, the Legion stuff, yeah, rough, yeah. Is he, have you? In as I say, Shane, you've been putting stuff together. What, yeah. what, have, you, what have you thought about like sort of modeling? I haven't had things? a real whole line problem because you've had the metal models. Right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, partly that, partly I just tend to ignore mold lines. Fair um, enough. That's one way of just yeah. just yeah. I just I just, Collins Mullen method of mold <laughs> yeah, lines. Yeah, it, it just this is going to have mold lines on it, and I'm just going to paint it anyway. Yeah, and that's good stuff. With with the level of detail that goes into my painting, maybe I won't even notice the mold lines because okay. it'll just be sloppy all around. I was, I was hoping you were going to say because I'm blending it so well because it's a no. sloppy joke no it's, it's it's I mean you'll be like geez did you even like that That color doesn't belong on that like why is there skin tone on your skirt like that doesn't make sense it totally makes like, sense totally and, and it draws your attention away from Gene, the, the it's gonna, your work's going to be beautiful it is going to uh-huh. be beautiful we're going to enjoy it yeah we'll see how it goes so it's weird I mean this is my this is actually my third time though uh, mm-hmm. starting this game up I started like early in Mark One. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Like probably a year after it came out. Yeah. And it was first showing up in Atomic Empire. I started the game, uh, made a big Kator army, and then uh, they, I think there was one press ganger for the whole area then. Yeah. And he agreed to play with me, and then his version of the game was killing all my models before I got to move. That's the most fun one. And that was pretty much the only game I could get in at the time. Yeah. Like, there weren't a ton of players. Uh, so I played, did that about three or four times, and was like, oh, okay. Uh, and then sold all my uh, Kador to an Australian uh, in the Northwest Territory. I assume that he is playing a ton of games there. I would like to think that he <laughs> um, is, yeah, absolutely. He's just yeah, can't yeah. get enough of it. That was the most fun I've ever had shipping something. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I did that. Uh, came back, I think, early Mark II. Yeah. Uh, and we all jumped in. Um, yeah, we did. Hit the community. We got Collins and I and Ian played some games, especially, and the community just was very unpleasant. Yeah. Um, and what's interesting this third time is uh, you and I have both put stuff up on the forums. Yeah. The local War Machine forums. Yeah. Yeah, and saying, hey, we want to play where they're on Miniatures Night on Atomic Empire. Yep. And uh, I get the impression that they are not coming. Oh, no, no, no. Definitely not. They're definitely not going to come play uh, on Tuesday night. I think we're going to have to... We're going to have... We've got five players so far. Yeah. We're going to be a self-sustaining community. So so the other funny part, um, there's actually now another press ganger who who is also running... like, Like, there's... Two different press gangers. Yeah, not and that Elliot guy who just moved here is super nice. He's one yeah, of them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Super yeah. nice. So I think I'm going to email him. I don't think he's even on their forums. Yeah. I think I'm going to email him specifically and be like, hey, we're yeah. trying to get things going. Because they're actually taking applications for another press ganger, and I was I was actually tempted just to be like, fuck it, I'll do it, because, hey, I've gotten, like, five people in already. Yeah, sure. Uh, like, and I run GTs, like, you'd be stupid not to. Uh, if you need someone. Yeah. But I don't really want to. 
I don't want to be there. Like, I don't want to have any responsibilities for running an event once a month or once yeah, every other month. Sure. Like, absolutely not. Not on my list of fun things. What's do. the um, What's the tournament sort of schedule look like? Because I was trying to figure it out with some of the folks on the forums. How often do you would you say these folks sort of? Um, I think they've got an event at least once a month. Yeah, that, that's uh, that's what we're working toward right now. Okay, um, I've, I've been in communication and. Yeah, it's whether the events are even remotely friendly to like a group such as ours. I like I think we talked about there was yeah like a seventy-five point like which is a huge army yeah sure uh, tournament. You had to bring three separate seventy-five point armies yeah to play in it, and I mean yeah nobody in our group that's not even ever like, that's like basically that. the equivalent of. Brawler bash time where you have to bring in a separate army for each round. Yeah, so, <laughs> don't think that's going to uh, happen. We're, I was like, well, that's no good for us. But I'm glad they have something like that. Yeah, uh, I think what I, my end goal for this is to get it to a point where I've got two fifty point lists that are sort of a little bit different. I don't want to go crazy, you know, um, and get like every model in the trollbox range or anything uh, like that. But I, I certainly want to get to the point where I, I can actually at least compete in tournaments around the area that I, I, I see the 50.2 caster um, I, think, I think 35 and 50 are where I'm most yeah. interested in playing and not really beyond no uh, I don't think that yeah um, yeah uh, so we'll see kind of how we can do on Tuesdays yeah I think for now is yeah. the way it's going to look and I'll get in touch with that Elliot guy and see if he'll uh, roll out there's a lot of stuff even with reading the rule book like it'd be nice to have uh, somebody there to yeah exactly uh, who knows a bit more about the game yeah absolutely and it seems like um, uh, one of the things I've run into previously uh, with that community is uh, they're very Warhammer unfriendly yeah I think that's historically kind of part of their gaming culture not just mm-hmm. the community yeah. like the national like War Machine in general is kind of like a we're too cool for uh, Warhammer and, and school and school yeah. Uh, <laughs> attitude and uh, that's no way to get yeah I mean it is and it isn't I, I've noticed that a lot with like the second biggest game in a lot of categories yeah like like, like over in the card game sector you've got Legend of the Five Rings uh-huh. which has the exact same thing toward magic there's just like this bitterness and oh you're a magic player yeah. attitude yeah and yeah I remember I think it was the second yeah it was the second time I came in playing, the, and we started the Crix army, and you started a Cotter army. Tom, yeah, yeah. And Collins had a Circle army, and um, I, I they had a like they had a Yahoo group at that point. Yes, I posted the Yahoo group, and I was like, "Hey, man, I'm a Warhammer player, and uh, you know, Crickets. I'm really interested in getting started in War Machine." Blah 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 blah. And the only response I got was, "Come back when you sold all your Warhammer or something like that." Yeah, she was like. Sell all your Warhammer, get the fuck out. And it was just like, um, oh, so you guys suck. Um, and we had much worse experiences than that. But, yeah, you're not going to uh, go to them. We're not yeah, going to do yeah. it on the podcast. Because uh, simply because we were not. Yeah. I, I remember there were, they, what was the big, there were a bunch of people getting, like Dan Rothrock and the Charlotte people were getting into it too. Yeah. And they drove up to Brawler Bash when it was part at the hotel. Yeah, sure. And there was a war machine thing going on with our local war machine, and nobody from the Raleigh Durham war machine people would play uh, war machine with the with the people from Charlotte. 
Well, to be to be fair, can you blame them? Yeah, I, I don't. I don't really like to play Warhammer with them, so you know, <sighs> jerks. Um, <laughs> and that's. I mean, anybody not from Raleigh Durham. Yeah, bunch every of jerks. bunch of jerks. That uh, is a joke, folks. That's how you do it. Just in case people weren't aware, that was us joking. Uh, okay, thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Tom. Yeah, no problem. Every time that you, you should, make you a know, joke, you should really. Uh, you know, like, episode fifty-two. Tom stops the podcast every time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just a joke, guys. No. It's just a joke. <laughs> Shane, if um, you want to make a joke now, I'll announce that you're making a joke. But I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm basically like, screw it. We'll make our own. Yeah. Little war machine group and just and play a little bit. Run our own uh, tournaments on the same day as them. Yeah. Until Sarah is uh, about seven, and then I'm gonna teach you to play a Warhammer. Yeah. Throw all my war machine in the trash. <laughs> well, what if What if she wants to get into war machine? Nope. No, not allowed. Nope. We're only playing Warhammer in this family. Yeah. Well, we know we know she's Beastman, but what if she was gonna play war machine? Which army would she play? Beastman. Yeah. <laughs> Ram, get them on Ram bases. Yeah, done. done. So minions then? Yep. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah. All right. So yeah, that's basically. So so don't panic, guys. We're we're not. We're still playing the shows and Warhammer. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's let's do feedback. Oh, thank God. Yeah. You're yeah, on top. One of us is paying attention. Feedback from our good friend Marcus. Marcus says, Hey, Ben and Tom, a.k.a. the BCW gang. No, 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 no love for you, Shane. No love for you. No, I mean, he couldn't have known. Don't use yeah. that as an excuse. Yeah, you guys it. can be enemies. He <laughs> says this. He says, long-time listener, first-time emailer. This one is going to be a doozy. One, Ninja Warrior. Tom, have you never heard of the original Japanese Ninja Warrior? If you liked American... Yeah, stupid. No, I've heard of it. Okay. I just didn't mention it last time because I didn't want to seem too hipsterish. You were really hipsterish. I, I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, if you liked American Ninja Warrior, and it is good, just not as good as the original, then you'd love that. While they would have 50 to 60 serious competitors, they would throw in a bunch of Japanese celebrities and less serious contestants. I like that. Which is something I think Ben was wanting. Mm-hmm. Broken ribs, that's what I'm looking for. Yeah, absolutely. It had over 30 competitions and only three men ever beat it, with one beating it twice. They would make it tougher and tougher each year. They started showing reruns of it on G4 back around 2006-2007, and it was their most popular show, so so popular indeed, that they were able to make a deal with the Japanese show to let them send Americans there to compete. First it was just a couple, but it was so well received that they started letting 10 Americans qualify and go compete. Tokyo Broadcasting Channel. Bloody hell, this is getting really deep into it. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you just copied a bit from Wikipedia. Wikipedia, yeah. The Tokyo Broadcasting Channel, where it was aired, recently went bankrupt and started selling assets, which is why there's an American version now, and they aren't sending people to Japan. NBC bought the rights. I don't think it, airs, it even airs in Japan anymore, which is unfortunate. I hear in Japan now. 
try to look it up on YouTube. I think they have a ton of the original ones and some of the subtitled ones from where it was on American TV. I have done that. It's fucking crazy. There's one where they have to uh, scale this mountain called Mount Midoriyama. Okay. In, and it's sort of like 25 stories or something ridiculous. Uh-huh. Uh, they've got 30 seconds to do it. Okay. It is I feel a, like I feel like what you're describing is not quite real. Uh, but. Uh, we'll, we'll watch it in a minute okay, because okay. it is real. Um, but basically, they've got to do the spider thing where they lodge themselves in between two um, uh-huh. uh, walls and jump up there. Yeah, yeah. And then they transfer about halfway through to a rope, and then they've got a rope climb up the rest of okay. the uh, rest of the way. Right. It is bonkers. Okay. Um, but it's, it's quite impressive that this guy does it. Uh, Marcus, uh, number two, he says, War Machine, I am in. I have a Kador army from the first edition. Okay, sounds cool. Yeah. Yeah, we'll definitely uh, get and some games I sent in. Him, I sent him some stuff he needed to uh, Sweet. be okay. able to update his rules. He says, Ben, I really think you should do, keep doing battle reports. I don't think people are going to be able to prepare for you. You play like 10 armies and you won brawlers with Beastmen. Plus, I think most of our subscribers join for your reports. Your public demands it. Just do like one a month or so. I believe in you. Thanks, Marcus. He believes We're in you. We're figuring it out. Uh, apparently, four. My brawler bash army. Nagash, Nagash, Nagash. Done. 3,000 points. Done. I like that. Um, yeah. yeah, I I'm... I honestly think uh, I think that um, it's we're more likely to have um, some of the end time stuff in the roll yeah. than ever in any other GT. Yeah. So we'll see what it looks like in closer to Brawler Bash. Uh, he says also five. Tom sounds British when he drinks. That's mm-hmm. true. Actually, he says Tom sounds British when he drinks. Mm. Oh, mm-hmm. 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 there you go. Tom, if you were a drink, what kind of drink would you be? Uh, I would Probably be... Probably a cup of tea, because you're super British, right? Yep, absolutely. Yeah. I would be a cup of tea. That's gin. a great answer. Gin and tonic? No. <laughs> no, don't like gin. Uh, what would be... What's another very British drink? That says a cup of tea. I just want to give you... Uh, rampant uh, alcoholism. Rampant alcoholism? Yeah. <laughs> that's a, I feel like that's a lot of places. Though. Yeah, that is true. What would you be? Huh? What would you be if you were a drink? And Shane, same question. Uh, kind of goes rum. Rum. Yep. Okay. Oh, you guess pirate. Yeah. yeah. A nice, a nice, a nice spiced rum on the rocks. Okay. I'd be a cheeseburger. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Why would you be a cheeseburger? I can't explain that. Okay. You're not going <laughs> to explain that. <laughs> I uh, feel like I feel like if the question is what kind of drink would you be, and I say I'd be a cheeseburger. Yeah. Yeah. Let's. Let it go. I mean, whoa. I just, that, expanded, I, was, I just expanded your fucking consciousness. What I should have said, it was, that was a joke, folks. That was a joke. Folks. That was a joke, folks, just in case you didn't get it. Um, so, hobby goals? Let's do hobby goals. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, let's start with you, Ben. All right. Uh, I'm going to, I'm just going to read my sentence here. I'm going to paint all the stuff I've assembled so it doesn't start backing up like Tom on Taco Tuesday. Why would it be backing up? Because <laughs> you get constipated. You get constipated from tacos? From tacos. There's a, lot of, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of cheese. There's a lot of cheese. There's a lot of... Uh, no, there's a lot of straight through me. There's a lot of uh, tortilla. No, straight through and, me. And also you eat the plastic bag that it comes in, and then it acts like a like a catcher. It's like a colostomy bag, is it? <laughs> a colostomy bag. Yeah. But internally, then yeah. you get sepsis, and then you die every Tuesday. But then you come back on Wednesday... Just like Kenny on South Fresh and new. That was a joke. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. Yeah, but so I want to paint. Uh, I want to paint the 
the Legion part of the starter set. Okay. Uh, which is four Shredders, two uh, big monsters, yep. and uh, Lilith. Yep. And I also want to paint uh, the epic Epsilonia that I have model yeah, put together. Absolutely. Because she's the same beast points or whatever as Lilith, and I really have very little interest in playing Lilith. So, okay. Uh, cool. So I'm just going just gonna to circle her out. Cool. Sounds good. Um, and then also I need to paint the Avatar of Minoth. Yep. Big old Warjack here. Uh, but I need his shield to come in, so that's contingent on Privateer Press processing my thing. Yep. Um, processing the fact that the shield's missing. Um, there's a Hierophant 10 uh, Exemplar Errants plus two, uh, their web standard bearer and champion. Yep. And then, yeah, some other shit. Some other shit. We'll see, I mean, I feel like I'm. Fairly, unre- fairly unrealistic goals here, so... Yeah, fair enough. Why not? Shane, what are you up to? Uh, I think I'm going to paint one of those shredders. Okay. Um, I'm going to try and get Mimi to paint the Warcaster. Okay. Yeah. Um, like, a, a while back she agreed to paint some Wood Elves, and uh-huh. she did two. Uh-huh. Um, and you're just going to be like, ha-ha! <laughs> well, so... So, like, obviously she's not actually feeling very inspired to paint things. Uh, anyway, no. Uh, I, I think... So, like, I was describing it to her and, and how I was going to paint it. And she was like, are you sure you're going to be able to paint that? And I'm like, I don't know. And she's like, well, I could paint it for you. And I'm like, hey, yeah, yeah. Okay. And, yeah. and so I, I think especially if, like, I sit down and start painting, uh-huh. then then maybe she'll come and join me. And like, so. Do you, like, spill something on yourself? <laughs> <laughs> Try to paint with the other end of the paintbrush. Stick. And then, like, poke yourself in the eye. I mean, so I mean that's, that's, that's how loading the dishwasher worked out. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That is that is a life that is a life tip there, folks, uh, for for people in relationships. Just just mess up at all that stuff, and then do, you don't have to do anything anymore. I do. Yeah. I do yeah. still have to unload it though. It's really hard to uh, mess that up. I haven't figured it out yet. Stop dropping plates. You need to get, <laughs> get him out. And stop. You, you just let your wrists go limp, and then you're done. As you do. As you do. Um, I am going to work on more tripods and. I, I realised I didn't. I, I got a bit vague in the outline, but my my plan is to by the time that Shane has put all of his stuff together and got it ready for, for play. My idea is to be done with a similarly sized force. So that is basically three other models. Oh, okay. So, and yeah. that's, at what, at what, what's your point level? Uh, that's 15. 15? Yeah. So tell me, um, what's your, you, I, I just remembered this, so we'll throw this in it. You have a 25 point list you were very proud of. You wanted to, yeah, sure. Uh, it's, about, so. sure. Uh, it's, uh, it's either Madrak or Grim. Uh, the P versions of them, the one versions, and uh, then it's got a Mauler, a Pyre Troll, and an Impaler, and then it's got three Warders, mm-hmm. um, who are guys, basically tough guys with um, big shields, and then um, Janissa Stone Tide and the Fellcaller Hero um, to go along with that. So, nice, yeah. It's not much more, and I can actually probably put that stuff together. Um, I'll probably try and do that this weekend. Yeah, I would, I would be interested. We've done 15-point games, so I'd be interested to play the 25. Yeah, that's right. be fun. And I'm looking forward to playing 15-point games with you, Shane. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I will be, of course, because you're an expert at all games, I'll be playing the hardest list possible. 
And just attempting to kill you on the first turn before you get to move. Well, we, we need to make up some crazy scenarios. I think that's fair. Oh, my God. Yeah. There's, that I actually really understood that. Orgy Horns has a ton of scenarios. Mm-hmm. I'm interested in doing a lot of the scenario play. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I think, think it balances the game out a lot. Yeah. I think scenario play is really where it's at for most games. So, yeah. Yep. All right. And hopefully the scenarios will have a leprechaun. You stay classy, listening audience. And thanks for stopping by. Laters!